Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about Survivor 45, Episode 7, a.k.a. Not the Real Merge 2.0. A.k.a. the one where Caleb goes home. <laughs> yeah, it is the one where Caleb goes home. Sifu, we saw that coming from like a mile away for, I don't know, four or five weeks now. Yeah, it's been a while. But Caleb, up until last week, I wasn't suspecting Caleb was going to no, go. No, I if you had said two weeks ago, Caleb was the first jury. But even last week, I was I was like, he worked magic. He got his shot in the dark. He's going to pull something through. He has a better he really did have a better tr- chance, actually, with this smaller tribe, I think, mm-hmm. because of who he was with. Katara screwed him. She really did. And she we really can de- did. We can definitely. She cr- I think she screwed herself here, but we'll talk about we'll that. talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I was like really leaning, even though I picked him in my my picks app to go home. I I don't know. It was I was just like, I, I'm sure he can make it. I'm still hoping he can make it because I just I don't know. I liked him so much, but unfortunately he went home uh, although he is like we said the first member of the jury yeah he is the first is member good, of the jury i guess last week i was confused about how the numbers would work i'm like the jury needs uh eight people in the new era because we've had all these seven one votes so it's always eight people but they had potentially nine jurors coming in mm-hmm. tonight and they just decide screw it first team to lose you're you're pre-jury second team you know the team second team they're in this case you know uh, the team that had Caleb, you get to whoever from you gets voted off goes to the jury, and that's it. Just seems a, a little, however the numbers worked out. It did seem a little unfair, but uh, was that because fair? of the amount of people that have left so far, or was it just was it always planned to be that way for this season? Well, no think? one's been has anyone been medically evacuated? No, I don't think so. Right, we've just had two quits, but those are all tribal. Those are all. Those were all in line with the with what was going to happen. I think what happened. No, this is normal. This was expected. So they planned okay. for this because like last season, in 44, we had MGM get medically evacuated. That could have changed when the jury was starting mm, that yeah. season. But, and I believe 43, though, also because Dwight went out like one vote before the merge, but he or one vote before the jury. But he actually made the merge. Right. He made the merge. He didn't. It wasn't merge. It was in the merge. So Sifu got the Dwight treatment here because he made the merge but didn't make the jury gotcha which by the way this goes as far back as like season one where you make the merge don't make the jury this is an old school survivor thing doing that yeah like later on they changed it where you make the merge make the jury which ever i think everyone agrees feels fair but it just doesn't feel fair tonight because of the random tribes being drawn and he didn't really have not that he had a choice but you know like just because kelly couldn't hold on as long as d he didn't make the jury. It may not be the exact same twist every time, but is this not the fifth season in a row they've done this? Like, wasn't last season they did something very similar where like two different teams went to tribal or like, remember, because remember Matt was at tribal and like Franny was watching from the, from like the jury stand, but she wasn't mm-hmm. on jury. I remember this because Matt, like Drew, also forgot to bring his bag. I'm getting way into the deep end, but yeah, I, I mean, you, you would remember better than I would. So that's, sure. I remember that part. So I'm sure it's not unheard of i just i didn't necessarily like it but well we'll go through the whole episode chronologically i have uh chapter markers for everything we're going to do tonight but i don't want to bury the lead mary because we talked about last week Mm -hmm. and hey we're only a week out what is it mary what's the big news 
Big news. My new book, Ian the Brave, will be releasing next week. November. Pictures on screen, by the way. Yep. November the 17th. Very excited about it. Um, we had a, such a positive response of people who were interested in my first book, Egan the Small, um, that I'm going to continue the sale until next week um, for for when Egan the Brave releases, the sale will end. So Egan the Small, the prequel book, the first book, uh, Kindle's 99 cents, paperback's five ninety nine, and hardback is thirteen ninety nine. This is <clears> the <throat> cheapest Amazon will let us go yes. without us paying them for every book you buy. I mean, seriously. Right. But I'm really excited about it. I've had a lot of good um, positive responses from the people that I've had test study it and read it. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's like perfect reviews on Amazon last time I checked. And I enjoyed Egan the Small. Egan the Brave's coming out. This is a duology, by the way. It's only two books. It's not mm-hmm. a lot of time investment. It's a, you know, it's a fancy book. It's got, there's only two of them. Hey, check it out. Between two of them, I think it's 400 total pages, right? Yeah. That's like less than that. That's like a Harry Potter book. (laughs) Yeah. Is that even a Harry? I don't know. Harry Potter got really thick in the the end. The end. Yeah. It's like get up to like a thousand pages per book. All right. Well, check that out. Uh, If you want to pre-order Egan the Brave, I'll have links in the description. If you want to buy Egan Small, links in the description as well. If you buy Egan the Brave, uh, if you specifically Egan the Brave, if you pre-order it for Kindle, uh, or if you buy it when it comes out physical copy next week, cause you can't pre-order the physical copy, uh, DM me on Twitter, DM me on Instagram, email me, just show a receipt that you bought it. You can blur out personal information. I don't need enough stuff. I just, need, just show me that you bought it and I will send you links to videos that are on Patreon. Uh, Patreon's free to sign up for, not to get too off topic, but I will send you links to videos that have not been released yet on YouTube that are on Patreon right now. So if you're not a patron, this is a way to get those videos. Very nice. Yep. And that, that will go through the next couple of weeks. I'll let you know when that's ending. So, all right, let's move on to the episode, Mary, because <laughs> normally I don't take any notes on the episode recap, like recapping what happened last week in Survivor. Mm-hmm. But when it starts with guitar hating Bruce, I can't ignore <laughs> that everyone knows it's one, one Katura hating one Bruce. Everybody knows this, this mm-hmm. is basic knowledge. Yeah. Katura hate. She hates him. She hates Bruce. Well, we got a lot of Bruce hating Katura this episode, too. Or at least not hating, but disliking her. It's definitely now being reciprocated. Right. Because it it was all one-sided for so well, long. Even more so, we've had many more people talk about how they're very frustrated with Bruce. Besides Katura in this Bruce's episode. Bruce's winner at it is strong. Oh, yeah. My Why are you being sarcastic? Is Bruce is clearly winning now. Clearly winning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the previous, I mean, what Bruce gets an idol. Austin says they're merged. Bruce says, let's get Caleb out. Yeah, that's that was previously on previously on Survivor. My big question in the opening of this mm-hmm. episode, what is the tribe name? Did you spell it out? Because I didn't write yeah, it down. Yeah, it's D. I think I typed it quickly and it was on screen for half a second. I know it came it's up like a couple D-A-K-U. times. D-A-K-U. D-A-K-U-W-O-Q-A. Dakuwaku? Daku Woka. Woka? I don't know. It's definitely Fijian, I'm guessing. Are you sure? And I bet you this will be a secret scene. But like... It I sounds f- Fijian from other Fijian words I have seen on tribes and in my brief research of Fijian words. Okay. I'm but sure it is. Be, let me look it up right now. Look it just up. seemed really random and I was really confused why they didn't have, you know, the 10 second clip where they decide what the name is and what it means. And the uh, whole time, and no one ever said it either. I don't know how ready? to pronounce it. I looked it up. Uh huh. I don't know if they spelled it correctly. 
Uh, so I looked it up. D-A-K-U-W-A-Q-A. In Fijian mythology, that is a shark deity and often appears as a fierce sea monster. There you go. Do you think Sifu suggests this name? And once again, they cut his content. Oh, it could be. That sounds like a Sifu name. But why? That Like, that's kind of important. Is Is it important? Yeah, it's their tribe name for the rest of the season. I don't know. I think that's important. <laughs> I know it has nothing to do with who wins, but yeah. still. I mean, uh, important's a strong word. We'll see. It depends on, I think it depends on who suggested the name. Like, if it was Sifu, I see why it was cut. Because they just love to cut all, I mean, they just love to cut Sifu content. You know, can't give that guy a break. Sure. But, but also, no one said the tribe name the whole episode. So you're waiting. You're like, how do they yeah, pronounce like, it? Yeah, I'm like, how do they pronounce it? <laughs> And nobody ever said it. So I was frustrated by that, I guess. But thank you for looking it up. Now I know. Yeah. I, I went during the, during the whole episode, I'm just like, I not even going to think about this because I'm going to be too distracted trying to figure out what that means while we're furiously taking notes while the episode's live. By the way, tonight, the Paramount app crashed twice. I was streaming through my phone to the TV because we found that that avoids the skips we talked about in previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. Crashed. Crashed yeah. like what? Five, 10 minutes in the episode. If yeah. that. And then I stream it through the TV. It crashes again. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the way, that's down. through the TV app. Yeah. Different app than my phone app. Also never during a commercial. Just oh, no. During the episode. No, not yeah. during the com- No, commercials don't skip. Commercials don't crash. Episode skips. Episodes crash. Oh, yeah. it's always like that, isn't it? All right. Uh, so anyways, I will say. Um, so we get the episode recap. Mm-hmm. And Tara hates Bruce. Did you know that? Yes. Basic knowledge. Caleb thinks he negated 12 votes and the whole episode he says this mm-hmm, he's he going to the grave yes. with this information <laughs> until he gets, he'll, he'll figure I mean it will be revealed until I'm either sure. Austin goes to jury mm-hmm. or the season ends because Austin's in final three yeah Caleb's not gonna know not that it really matters no but he thinks the record that he set is 12 and really it's 11 because mm-hmm. I think that's the max it could ever be at the rate we're going unless we do an edge of extinction well why would that change anything like we're gonna be 12 because why would the merge ever be bigger than 13 people or if they do a season what we i think so many people have suggested is just start the season merged with like all 18 people just and just like one time Mm. see how it goes i think that would work best if it was like an all-star season or a retirement season is what i mean where people pretty much know of each other like just start merged Sure. See how just see how it goes one time. That's the only time I think you could ever get more than 12 because I can't ever see them merging before mm-hmm. 13. That's yeah. insane. So no, it was really funny because he he they all get back after tribal and he's like, oh, it's OK, guys, that you voted for me. It's all it's all good. He's a good I social player. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it was funny. He's and everyone's like, oh, yeah, we just love you, Caleb. Isn't yeah. You? <laughs> we wanted you out of the game and not on the jury because we love yeah. you so much. I mean, it did cut to a confessional of him saying, I know I have no friends. <laughs> so I understand. Dude, and then but... we even got a separate confessional of Emily being like, I mean, I want to save Caleb, but like, I'm not sticking my neck out. Yeah. For Caleb. Yeah. The one the, yeah. The, to be one vote, which is going to make no difference. Smart right. of Emily. Very little Emily content tonight, I felt like. Little, which is probably good for her because she's that, lower. That means, level. yes, she's not, she's not sticking her neck out there, like she said, and she's not causing waves. So I think that's probably a really good thing for her right now. So this next part, the app, this is when the app crashed. So bear with us if we get something incorrect. Like we literally missed a minute of the episode here. So Bruce, what we saw was Bruce 
talks to Katara, but he does it in front of a couple of Reba members. Mm-hmm. Is it Dee and Julie? I honestly don't remember. Yeah, this is where the app crashed. So anyways, Bruce asks things in front of Reba and Katura is so mad. That's my note. Yes. Uh, that's the important part. He's doing it in front of well, people who are not part of their alliance. I do remember what he asked her. He's like, weren't you kind of hesitant to write Caleb's name down? Yeah. And then, you know, did you change your mind because of how he talked to Tribal? Mm-hmm. That's what he was asking her. Yeah. In front of people. And, and actually like five seconds later, Caleb walks up too, which means he was very close. He was with an earshot. Yeah. So, which it was dark. So he probably didn't know, but still. I thought Katura handled it really well. I mean, we hear her really respectfully saying, you know, just if you have something important like that to talk to me about, just talk to me one on one or at least in front of our main group of Billo or whatever, you know, our alliance and not in front of everyone. And she she didn't get angry. She didn't upset. Like for how much she talks about him in her confessionals, I thought she did a great job handling the situation. But yeah, Bruce was just like. He was trying Long time. He was trying intentionally to put a target on. Oh, Kira. is that what he's yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. And he says When the app's crashing, I can't think too critically about what Bruce is doing. Well, he says in a confessional that he was trying to make Katura look like put a target on I know. I was trying to fix tired. the app. I didn't I catch know, all this. I know, I know. I'm glad you caught it. Yeah. Cause he he was trying to make Katura look <sighs> bad and put a target on her because mm. he's tired of her and he knows she's gunning for him, basically. That's the thing. Katura's been anti Bruce since like episode one. Mm-hmm. Bruce has become anti Katura like what? Since last week? Yeah. May, may, like the first time he even thought of Katura hating him was I think it was a few weeks ago when she made an open comment right in front of him in their camp on Lulu. Yeah. And he was like first time he's like, huh, Katura doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So yeah, so much dumping on Bruce content tonight though. That's for sure. So Katura's mad with him. Uh, it's something she thinks he should don't want to want. Kendra says Bruce is so hard to work with. Yeah. I want to say this is said a lot tonight, but it's only, it only comes out of like three people's mouths. Kendra, Kelly, I mean, it's a lot of people, I guess. Katura, Caleb. Yeah. Kendra, yeah. Kelly, Katura, Caleb. That's but Caleb's people. gone tonight. Sure. So here's the thing. The show is so adamant that Bruce is incredibly hard to work with. And I'm not saying he isn't. It's just like, it's so funny how the story can make you feel like everyone's saying this when in reality it's just three people repeating themselves like a like a broken record. But it's record. his three closest ally that he's trying Katura's to work with. not a with. close ally. Oh, okay. you said Kendra Kelly. I see. I see. No, it wasn't Katura. It's his. It's his Belo group. Belo yeah, group. Kelly, I feel like has the most weight here because she's like clearly the most reasonable. Yes. She's not making crazy cat noises like Kendra. She's not. Ask people out their astrological signs right. every week, like we saw. Well, we'll talk about secret scenes later, but which and sure, Jake isn't saying he's annoying or whatever. But if Jake they has were his own problems now, if they were, yeah, if they were truly, if he was truly that tight with Bruce, would he have gone against what Bruce wanted with Caleb? I don't know. Jake's trying to play his own game, but we can get to well, that. yeah, we'll talk about Bruce that later. Is def- I mean, you can see in that scene with him like showing up Sifu on the beach, he's obviously. A little bit much. Oh, no, I'm not. I am not arguing for Bruce, by the way, at all. I'm saying just I want everybody to be able to go eagle eye here for a moment. Get away from what the camera is showing you in frame. Sure. Think about this from outside mm-hmm. the camera. Like, sure. What we're analyzing here mostly is the edit story. But I really want I think it gives us all perspective. We can think about this. OK, so if you think about it from that perspective, like, OK, well, only like two or three people are saying this. And they're repeating it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So it makes you feel like everyone's saying it when in reality it's only two or three yeah. people. So what's important to us in realizing that is that this is what the show really wants you to think. But you can at, you can as somebody who can look at this from a different angle and see it's what the show wants you to think. But only two or three people are saying it, which means 
that while it may not be objectively true for everybody, the show wants you to think, which means Bruce is, I mean, Bruce is gone. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I know I'm getting probably too deep on this, but it's like, probably when you can look at <laughs> like, why is the show so focused on wanting us to like, they're going hard on this. Mm-hmm. Bruce has to lose Gatur, I guess at this point. Yes. I'm assuming Gatur we wins this battle. For a while we were thinking maybe Bruce wins it. I mean, Bruce does have an idol, but I could see Bruce not playing as idol and Gatur getting him. Which should would have, be wild. Should have gotten him tonight. But next week, well, Katara didn't have a chance tonight. Next week, Bruce and Katara will finally be at tribal together. Assuming neither wins individual immunity, mm-hmm. will Katara go after Bruce knowing that he has an idol? Because that was a huge thing tonight. She knows he has an idol now. I think she, hates she will. Him. I think she will because She'll try to that's been her, her goal this whole time. And she's completely turned her back on old Bello. And Bruce oh. is kind of spearheaded that and she's mad about the idol and all of that. You think she's going to jump on the Reba train? I, she did jump on the. She's already. She, no, I mean, like beyond this week. She has to. What other choices does she have? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Take the Emily train. Just like try to like sand her cover, I guess. I don't know. Mm, no, that's not really her style. I don't think. I, I don't think that <laughs> Emily had no other options. She was a lone wolf and has been a lone wolf this whole time. But Katura had options. She had Bello. And she seemingly, I mean, she's joined Reba. So that, that was her choice. We'll see what happens if they really want to work with her. And I don't know. We'll have to see. But they could be grateful that she helped save Mama J- Julie tonight. There was also the conversation of Kendra and Kelly talking together about Bruce. And Kendra is all on board with getting Bruce out, as we talked about. And Kelly says, yeah, okay, maybe but then reveals in confessional that she really doesn't think that he's a threat right now. And she wants to keep him because he trusts her. He He's constantly saying, you know, she's his number one. She's a vote for him. She wants to keep him. Um, but as we see later on, it, it's hard for Kelly even to work with Bruce. But but she's still dedicated to him despite how yeah. hard she says he is to work for she, or work with. I mean. She fought really hard for him tonight and brought Kendra back around to her side. Um. Moving chronologically next, Emily is talking to Caleb. I guess we didn't mention about this, but Emily feeling bad uh, lying to Caleb. And she's really tight with old Reba at this point. And so she is not going to stick her neck out for Caleb. She's going to stick with Reba. And it seems like still a Reba versus Bello right at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but each each tribe still has their target that they want out. Reba, I think, still wants Sifu out, although it's not mentioned at this point. Um, Bello wants Caleb out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we then get Austin, who says he feels great about his position, but maybe I was missing something here, because it sounded like he said I, like he doesn't want to target Kelly. That might be, like, everybody would know he has an idol if he gets rid of Kelly. Is that, did I catch that right? Yeah, he said somehow it's it's slipped out that everybody knows about the amulets and what they do. So he thinks that if he gets Kelly out, then obviously people are going to be like, oh, well, Austin has a full idol now. So he's trying to keep his threat level low. He doesn't want Kelly out right now. I think he wants people to kind of forget about it and just not worry about it. Maybe he wants to get that sight out of mind. Right. Out of sight, out of mind. And he's excited because he does have an idol because he sacrificed his vote last last tribal, as we talked about. Um and he says, nobody knows about this. He's not even sure if Drew knows about this, which I thought was kind of funny because Drew I think should Drew knows, know. Drew knows about the advantage. I, I think what he's saying is he doesn't know if Drew knows about him not voting. 
But the reality is that, I mean, Drew's going to find out because otherwise his idol was only good to the merge. Yeah. And Drew isn't an idiot. Two plus two is four. Yeah. Austin didn't vote and Austin has an idol. I just but we'll was, see if they talk about it next yeah, week. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, th- I thought it was interesting, interesting because so far they like talk about everything. They've been really super tight. And so I don't know if he's trying to keep it hidden from Drew or if he's there just really hasn't been a chance to talk mm. about it, I guess. Yeah. Which could be. Well, with the tribe splits, tribe split tonight, I'm, I don't even know how much time they spent together before they went to this immunity yeah. challenge. Are we like day 14? Is that the next day after the vote for Caleb? I have to double check the wiki. But it's Austin is in a good like position. It. And if he could get Kelly off, mm-hmm. which I don't know the way next week in Survivor sounds, sounds like a women's alliance, but this time for real, probably then he would have two real idols. And I mean, that is huge. That is huge. But I think he is already in a good position because he has an idol. And I think he's right. He needs to lower his threat level. So I think he should try to work with Kelly. Maybe even use that. What is it right now? Steal a vote. Steal a vote. Maybe work with her to steal a vote or something. You know, Which is okay. But you need less number, You need less people to make that more effective. Sure. Right now there's still 10 people. Steal a vote. We've just talked about before. Like if you have an advantage and people or idol or whatever and people know about it. Just go ahead and play it and use it and and take away that target off your back. Yeah, Jamiah was voted off in day 13. So this is literally like they had to probably didn't have any time, Austin, to right. talk because that vote happened the night before. They get up the next morning. People probably get like a few hours before we have an immunity challenge. And then we're all split up. To t- so there's a very busy day. Mm-hmm. Very busy day 14. Very fast paced survivor. Yep. The new survivor. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he's smart to to not want to to get Kelly out right at this moment. But we don't can't dwell on Austin's good for too long. We got to go back to Bruce. <laughs> Sifu's teaching Austin something. I, I don't know exactly what cuz I'm not a Sifu myself. He's no, he's he was talking about in football. He kept saying in football. In football. He's in football go, people try to do this, but I think he's trying to teach him I think he was trying to teach him some sort of self-defense whatever thing. Whatever yes. it is that he teaches specifically. Yeah. And Bruce like, "Oh, hold, hold on. I got to get on this." So he like removes Austin yeah takes over and starts like just talking to Sifu like Sifu's trying to teach mm-hmm. and he's trying to show Sifu that he's a better teacher he knows more about whatever it is basically I'm better than you <laughs> that's what it felt like and everyone just just looking at it like okay whatever the most but. telling thing with Bruce tonight for me was when he's talking to Kelly and she was talking about, well, we could like, even if you don't want to work with this person long term, mm. numbers are so important. Yeah. And he just like doesn't get it right. or he's not listening. Right. Yeah. Because she's trying to help him. She's she's saying, Bruce, when you, you know, maybe tone down the questions in, in front of random people w- like you did with Katura. And he's just like, well, that's just how I play the game. I'm just honest. That's I mean, just how I to be game. fair, that was a move that he made on purpose. And she's saying she maybe she thinks he did it on accident. Yeah, it's true. Maybe he does. But maybe it's what she's assuming. Yeah. That's true. But I'm sure there are other things that he does that it's he still can, not a good move. No, it's no. still not a good move. Either way. And if you really want to work with somebody, you should be willing to listen to what they have to say. I don't know. Is Bruce going to be the whole reason these women get together? Is that the whole reason they bring up? They're like, I which see gender that. is Bruce? That's the, that's the working alliance against that gender. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Now, what was telling for me was when Bruce sits down with Caleb and basically is like, you know, I like you. You're a great guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just can't keep you around. And then he goes on this like rant about my son in football. Da, 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 da. 
And Caleb's just like nodding. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Bruce is like, da, 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 bedfellow. Like, watch who your bedfellows are. And Caleb's like, I should, I should sleep with different people in the camp. And he's like, no, no, this is an analogy. I don't know. It was just like so parent to child. And mm-hmm. Caleb is not your child. And you might be old enough to be his parent. But I don't know. It was just like one of those things where he's oblivious to what's going on. I think Bruce is old enough. I think because Bruce is in his mid to late four. I want to say mid forties. I'm uh, sure he's old Caleb's twenty eight. So I mean, Caleb's or almost twenty eight. A full enough. Caleb's not like fresh out of high school adult. He's an adult. Yeah. So I know it doesn't I just, fly. This no, I'm agreeing with you. It doesn't fly with Caleb. Right. It's not the right age. If he was like a Fabio twenty twenty one, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't it didn't really make sense. I mean, it makes sense for Bruce. I don't know. It's just, again, he doesn't seem to understand how to talk to the people no. around him. Bruce and is not long for this game. It's not It's not great for Bruce, but. No. Yeah. Poor Bruce. He, he has a downward hill from here. I think he's hit his peak. I wonder, this is just more of a personal thing. I wonder if, because if I, if I was somebody if this was happening to me let's say i was in bruce in this sh- if i was bruce on the show mm-hmm. if i was seeing this tv i'd be like oh i need to make some changes i do this outside of the game you know yeah mm-hmm. but i wonder if bruce is seeing this and thinking that because i mean there's so many examples it's not like a one-off thing and we're hammering it is like multiple times people are like he's stifling my gameplay he doesn't listen mm-hmm. to me you know he's like it's like bruce where the highway we hear it's more just katura now who right. by the way does hate bruce right yes i, I don't know. know if you knew that yes. but i had heard that I mean, it's true. It's like you can get a much better view of yourself from the outside perspective like this. But at the same time, you can always just make the excuse of, oh, well, this is TV. It's edited. They they don't they never saw the whole. There's yeah, too much evidence. It just depends on the person if they're willing to humble themselves and and say, yeah, I've got issues and I'll work on them. I mean, Bruce is obviously a nice guy. He obviously cares about people. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. We all have our flaws. Yeah. Bruce isn't a villain in the Russell Hant sense. No, he's, he's a not. villain in the not aware of how people are viewing him sense, which yes. is totally different. And it's compare that to Emily, who saw her flaws and had has, Caleb tell her about had, them because Caleb told her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's improving. But Bruce, when he gets told what his flaws are yep. so far that we've seen, Kelly tried to Caleb Bruce and didn't yeah, work. He, he hasn't made any changes. No. So sometimes Dick's seeing him, though. Yeah. So we do get Jake saying he wants Bellow Strong, basically. Mm-hmm. The war's coming. Oh, man, is he predicting? Because, yeah, he brings the war tonight. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. And he says he wants all of Bellow. He wants original Bellow plus Bruce to get along. Yes. <laughs> and good. Caleb is so annoyed. Caleb's over this. Yeah. Well, um, and I get that. It seems kind of petty what people are doing. And 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 you have the numbers. If you can just like agree to work together for a few more days, and you have the numbers over the other tribe, yeah, why not? I agree. So Jake doesn't want old Reba to steamroll them. Mm-hmm. At this point, oh, I feel like all that's good. if we're really going to do a girls' alliance next week, like they proposed. Of course, it is the it is next time on Survivor, and yeah. they're, they're notorious for blowing smoke up our butts. So yeah. we'll see if that even matters, or if it's just going to be Reba Strong versus. Old Bellow, I don't know. We'll see. Katura flipping that does change quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But the real question is, would D and Julie flip on Austin Drew like that so soon? I don't think so. I don't know. I think they would agree to a girls' alliance in front of the girls yeah. and stick with yeah, yeah. Well, 
before we get to the immunity challenge, we have board game time. Board game time. This week's board game is Tinder Blocks by Alley Cat Games. Link in the description, by the way, for this one. Mary, can you tell everyone about Tinder Blocks? Tinder Blocks. It's a it's a simple game. It's really fun. It's about building a campfire. So very survivor related. Um, basically, it's kind of similar to Jenga, but you pull a card and it tells you where to place the block. And you have to use these little tweezers to place the block on there. And if it falls or you drop it, um, you're out of the game. So it's pretty fun. It could go by really fast. Uh, it was really cute. Simple, easy to learn. The box said three to 15 minutes to play. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a wide range. Like most games we play are more like, you know, they'll say 30 to 45. Well, it makes sense when it's a huge strategic game. This is a very simple build a campfire game. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, three minutes to 15 minutes. We played it. I think we were more on the three to five minute range. Yeah. In terms of the shortness of the games, because you and I, with these tweezers, picking these up, these blocks, put them (laughs) on. Those tweezers were not helpful. And my hand was not helpful either, <laughs> either hand when I use either hand. So I'm like, how is anybody going 15 minutes building this campfire? I want to see that. I want to well, see the experts. When you have like four people playing and you have somebody who takes forever to decide where to put their log. Oh, this is two I to six players, it. by the way. Yeah. So you could have six people doing this. Sure. Six people doing it. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I personally think you go more than that. Why not? Like, what's the real, like, what's limiting you? The game suggests two to six, but you really could do 10. Why not? Sure, you could. <laughs> you could. Yeah. Nothing's stopping you, except for the number of pieces. But anyways, I will say it's great with kids, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty fun game. Uh, probably one of the cheapest games we've talked about, so it's very affordable in mm-hmm. that sense. Check it out. Link's in the description. Thank you, Alakai Games, for Tinder Blocks. All right. So, we go to the immunity challenge. We've already talked about this a bit. But only the first person won't make the jury, which I thought was a little weird when they first said it. But numbers wise, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we have the actual immunity challenge. Mary, can you tell everyone how the teams are split up and then what the immunity challenge even is? Sure. So they're split up in two teams, red and blue. Red is Jake, D, Austin, Julie, Caleb and Katura, And blue is Emily, Drew, Bruce, Sifu, Kendra and Kelly. And the challenge is just hold on to a pole for as long Somehow, as you can. Sorry to interrupt you. Somehow Caleb and Emily got separated again. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. So it's like one team is has three original Bellow and two Reba. And one team has three Reba and two Bellow. It's almost like like it's almost the most fair split they could do. Yeah, it was, it, it was pretty fair. Because yeah. otherwise, had you gotten all Reba and all Bellow on each side? And I don't know. It's been like remove the Lulu, I guess. I don't know. Emily's done a really good job integrating herself. Yeah, maybe she not. has. No, it would have if it was all Reba and Emily. Oh, it would have been Sifu. It would have been Katura versus Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It would have been Sifu still. If it was all Reba, and it would have mm-hmm. been Katura versus Bruce mm-hmm. on the blue side. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. By the way, I'm glad we get to look forward to that next week. I was texting Rebecca during the episode. She's like, I'm super invested in the storyline. She's like, it just keeps going. <laughs> it doesn't end, it's but it has true. to. It has to end at some point. It will end at some point. But it, so far, it seems to be a main main theme in the story, for sure. I mean, the best part of the whole season, I mean, this isn't going to happen, is if they were in the final three together. <laughs> or if they had to make fire against each other. Uh, they're not going that far. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go that far. That would be something wild to make right. that happen. Yeah. I will say, during this immunity challenge, which is the p- classic poll challenge, I don't, th- I don't think we've seen this one since... Winners at war, but I'm probably wrong and it's okay. I'm sure we've seen it again in the new era at some point. But the way everyone was struggling 
made me wonder, did they adjust this challenge so the footholds are like less than before? Because I don't think I've seen this much struggle on something that I've seen people like hang on with one toe before. Like Parvati and Heroes versus Villains was up there for like an hour and a half just hanging on by a toe mm -hmm. and not D's big toe either right. or normal toe. I, I wondered partly if that was because of lack of food because, you know, in these newer seasons, they don't give them food. Um, but also, I don't know. It did really just seem like. It's not a bad point because in Heroes versus Villains, they'd already had the merge feast before they did the challenge. Yeah. It just seemed like the, they were not ready for it. Like, I know this is a mental thing, too. Maybe they made the foothold smaller. They didn't really look any different, but it's hard to tell. How would I know unless they tell me, though? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So just it just seemed like, yeah, mentally they weren't ready for this or prepared for this or didn't have the strength to do it. So I don't I don't know. Well, the moment this challenge started, the moment I even saw the challenge, I'm like, well, based on the silly big toe story we got earlier in the season, <laughs> I think D has to win this one. Sure enough. Sure enough. You sure were right. She not only did she win on her group, she won amongst the everybody. Well, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. If you win amongst everyone, you win tacos for your group at the sanctuary where only good things happen or whatever the saying is. Do you I think if we apply for Survivor Mary, we could get bonus points, I think, if we slap up a, a sign like on our house, says sanctuary, like on the above the front door, be like, Jeff, come into my sanctuary where good things happen. I don't know. You know, that you might. I don't I, don't I have know. no idea. Just that an idea. Be funny. I don't know. Well, how funny is that? One to ten. <laughs> I don't know. One, Don't ask one, me. not funny. <laughs> All right. So I will point out that despite how much Katura hates Bruce, I mean, she hates him, Mary. Mm -hmm. Did you know this? Yes. Bruce roots on Katura during the challenge. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And it wasn't even because they were on the same team. The show did not, not show this. You, you had to listen yeah. while the challenge was happening yeah. because it was background noise, but mm -hmm. Bruce's voice cuts through everyone else's like butter. Right. And you hear him rooting on Katura, mm -hmm. and they cut that out for a reason. <laughs> well, they didn't show his face for a reason. They could have they could have cut that out. It, but I'm saying like his audio was like while other things were happening, it wasn't I only noticed it because I'm like, was that Bruce? Like Bruce's voice is very specific. Yeah. He's rooting on Katura. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. But they, they don't like make a point of it. Mm-hmm. Funny. This Funny. is this is kind of a side note, and yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, but I, this is why I say, like, I I feel like this is a mental, just as much of a mental challenge as it's physical, because D is telling your team, "Hey, we're gonna eat, we're gonna do mm -hmm. this, we got this," and, and Kelly is like, like oh. "I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying," yeah. you know. And so I don't know. I know it is obviously physical too, but it just it felt like D was there to win. D's not even using the foothold, by the way, at this point. We're only 17 yeah. minutes into the challenge. Mm -hmm. And D is basically, I mean, how do I say this? Her butt is holding her up. Her butt and her arms because it's not her feet. Not her legs. Her, her feet are so far past the pole. Yeah. Yeah, it's her thighs and her butt and mm -hmm. her arms. Like, it's the only thing yeah. keeping her up there. That's the friction she has. Where Kelly is using the footholds. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if the footholds have gotten smaller. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Though when D wins, she gives a legitimate, a legitimate, like it wasn't forced out of her, sob story. An unforced sob story, I'll call it. Yeah, because she was thinking about her family. Jeff asked her what she was thinking about on the poll, and she said she was thinking about her family. And the poll represented an American dream, and she was holding mm -hmm. on for all she was worth. So, yeah, it was sweet. It worked. But I'm saying, like, everyone's been... I got a few people last week, Mary, dogging on my sob story theory, and I'm like, well, see, those sob stories are forced because the show asked people to give them one. 
Everybody, I'm sure, is asked to give one. Mm -hmm. That's why I've seen past seasons, everyone's given one. This was unforced. Mm -hmm. When I hear sob story, though, I I think of like the flashback pictures with the music and the. So this just felt this like a bonus sob story. Yeah, this felt like conversation where you get to know about about D. It didn't feel like like when we say sob stories. Or I'm whatever, saying this is earned. Yeah, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying this is earned. I'm saying I wouldn't qualify it in your sob story no. theory or whatever no. because it's not quite the same thing. Well, what well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, and I'm doing a terrible job at, it, is Jake's earlier in the season. I felt like it was unforced. Yes, it was not forced. It mm-hmm. was like that felt very natural. I felt like D's first one they showed with the flashbacks and everything mm-hmm. or whatever was forced yeah. this one i know is not the same unforced i'm like they should have put cool we got something natural this is where it should have been they, they yeah they should have put it here but i agree with you this, this is exactly what i'm saying this earlier they forced it it's like man they should have just held off because mm-hmm. the editors know she's making it this far obviously right and they just put it here but it may have been too reminiscent of gabler because i think this was the episode in the four in, during 43 where gabler one and then he got his sob story mm. they might have been too obvious of a comparison you think so because gabler's like shout out to alaska you know during the challenge shout out to my dog and the poops he takes in my backyard you know stuff like that and then sure. we go to, to camp and gabler's like you know my father served and he, like those whole backstory yeah but i, I yeah I'm saying and it's just, I guess it was the same exact people, episode. Like you would think about that. I would not have thought about well, that. Well, the all, editors pulling new tricks out of their hats this season. That's all you, I'm saying. You are, you are correct. We have they not are. ever, only two people have had sob stories. And I think it's very suspicious. <laughs> when past seasons, this was, they couldn't give it. Did you enough. look that up? There was, there was times where I thought that people were getting multiple sob stories in past seasons, like forced. And I'm like, didn't this person already do this this season? Yeah. Not so much. So, all right. Uh, Kelly wins blue immunity. D wins red immunity. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kelly was going to go anywhere. No, D was, was definitely on the board though for Jake. Well, he was on the board because Jake's like, I can't get D, so I'm going to weaken her. I'm going to go after Julie. Yeah, because so I think he would have gone after D if he could. No, if mm, if they were in the all big large tribe, maybe I guess, but I don't. I think he's Why just saying he in this Julie then if he wasn't going to go after D if she was available. I'm just saying that in this smaller tribe where there's only him, Caleb, Keturah, D, Julie, and Austin, uh, not Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Austin available. Yeah, he wanted to go after D because she's a good player. Oh, Char- you're saying if everybody was together, maybe D wouldn't have been his number one target. Yeah, I don't I think so. I think saying. he just said that because that was after they were already dividing their tribes. Okay, yeah, no, that's what I was immunity. thinking. I'm like in this tribe, if D had in this little group, if D hadn't won immunity, she was target number one. Yeah, but you're right. In the vast majority, I don't know. He's still like he seems pretty like let's get rebound. So who would he? He says he says sounds like D's. He says D's like the strongest one of them. Yeah, and he, he could that. have. He could have. But again, they've known these people for like a day or mm-hmm. two, and she just won immunity. So of course, gotcha. yeah, she's the strong one. But I don't know. We'll we'll see how he does further on. I don't know if this counts as a winner quote, but when D wins. Mm. The immunity challenge. You caught it. I did. She says her, this big toe and her winning that immunity challenge. That's her million dollar gameplay right there. Yeah. I mean, Emily's the only one who's had a straight winner quote all season in episode one. Now D has one. Mm-hmm. Add on to her sob story. This is why I say to those who skip to the winner now, say you're missing out because like sometimes I forget about talking about the stuff That's later true. on. So <laughs> we're doing a full blown winner analysis tomorrow. I'll probably remember then, but 
during our short segment we do during this podcast. Sometimes I forget the stuff. That's why we do it during the whole episode so I don't forget. Yeah, this is important stuff, people. It's not just the sob story. It's the personal <laughs> content. And getting the, the winner quote, like, we don't get that every season. Mm-hmm. But Emily and Dee the only ones to have that. It's true. So keep this in mind. That's all I'm saying. All right. Julie doesn't feel safe. She shouldn't. That's she shouldn't feel safe. She's being targeted. Right. Uh, back well, at back at camp. Well, so, she even says, you know, or on the reward challenge. I mean, yeah, she even says reward. Caleb is he's just he, he just does stuff. And I know he's gonna, he's going to keep doing stuff. <laughs> he's going to gun for me. and He's going to try and make a split. And I just don't think I'm safe. So which she was right. That was what he was doing. Caleb is a player. And it, it's so obvious that he played so hard. He played too hard. I'm still going to cry. Yeah, I he know. He played too hard. He played too he hard. He outplayed himself. It was his downfall. He played too hard. Uh, I really like Jake this episode. I think Jake made big. I like that Jake was. Uh, this is the second time he's been available, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But Jake made big, big strides this episode in terms of a story. Yeah. And in terms of. I just like. I really like the side of Jake. Like mm-hmm. he was like, I'm going to go after somebody. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get. You know, he was like. He's making all the moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did bite him in the butt that they didn't tell Katura about the idol. I think that was what did it. That's end. what did it. Yeah. Which reminds me of why Emily voted off Sabaya when Sabaya mm-hmm. held information from her until the last second. Mm-hmm. From, from like what episode three. But what I'm saying with Jake is like, but Jake doesn't, he didn't go about it maliciously or anything. Jake went aggressive, but he didn't like, it wasn't bad aggressive. It was like good aggressive. Sure. It was like, and it wasn't too much. I, I'm saying Jake really bounced it well. It's just too bad that they couldn't convince Katura because I really wonder would Austin have flipped, you know, I wonder if he would have, if they had approached him about this. Well, no, he's saying, he's saying, I think they were planning was to split the oh, vote. Oh yes. At three to three. Yeah. And then when no, the vote right. was revealed to be split, mm-hmm. he was going to tell hey, Austin, Hey, vote with us. Yes. So you don't have to draw rocks. Yes. And Cause he thinks he doesn't think Julie or D would have done that. Right. But he thinks Austin would have. He was, right. so he, he was, he was like, what was it? Trying to lock onto the weakness in right. Reba. Well, in this case, was Austin. And he's using like social cues and what he's learned from people mm-hmm. so far in this short time yeah. to make a decision. And I, I honestly think he's right. I don't think Austin is way too loaded right now mm-hmm. to risk going to rocks. Like he's in such a good position with everything that he has. I, Why risk it for Julie? Right. And even though Julie is in his tight alliance that he's got right now. I, it's not worth it at that point in your game to risk going home over rock. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I think Jake was spot on. I think if Katura had stuck with them and gone to a tide vote, they could have swayed Austin to revote and, and go against Julie. Cause that would really be the only logical option he has. I mean, unless he wanted to take a risk, but Austin really doesn't seem to be that much of a risk taker. So Anyways, if we had a DeLorean, we could go back in time and see their timeline, but we don't. So we're just gonna have to always just wonder, hmm, I wonder if Austin would have flipped had <laughs> Katura not flipped. Sure. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, Katura. I, and I, I That's think where we're going with this. Katura is going to flip. I think you're right. I think it came down to Katura felt like, well, they only told me this because they need me right now. You know, they weren't they've been working with Bruce this whole time. And now Bruce isn't here, so they're just telling me mm-hmm. what they think I I needed to hear to move forward with them. Yeah. And to be fair, like that's logical, but at the same time, I think Caleb Caleb's done with Bruce. I don't know if Jake's necessarily done with Bruce, but it, Caleb wasn't in a good spot. So, do you go with the guy who has had eleven votes against him or 
12, if you think that way, who has kind of lied to you. And also Jake, like he, he played along with, like he didn't have to do the whole ring thing. You know what I mean? He didn't have to pretend like his rings were lost. So that also kind of tells Katura he's willing to lie for Bruce. But he didn't do that good of a job of lying because when she brought up the ring thing, Jake was like, I'm just gonna be straightforward about it. Maybe he should have lied about this. Maybe he should have told Katura, no, I actually lost my ring. This was before that. He yeah, before that. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, we all can only speculate on right. this. He made the call in the moment. But I still think, and we're kind of talking a lot about red, and I'm sure we'll go back and talk about blue in a minute, but I still think that Katura made the wrong decision here because she doesn't know Austin and D and Julie mm-hmm. and that they have an alliance oh, with this was Drew. a huge risk in Katura's right part. it was a big risk and she's hoping to get in good with them but but why what do they have to offer her that yeah. Bella doesn't have you if know the what tribe's I mean? gonna be strong together usually that means you find yourself at like five or six mm-hmm. like but but the thing is it's modern survivor so I will give credit is that it's way less likely we're going Reba strong to final three sure. way less likely Katura needs to find a way in. Mm-hmm. However, Katura just flipped on Bello. Yeah. Will Bello take this personally if they're on the jury? Oh, I mean, they're all going to be on the jury. Mm-hmm. Bruce will take this personally if he's mm-hmm. on the jury, voting for well, having to vote for Katura or someone else. Right. And she doesn't. Jake have, will take this personally, I feel like, if she, he's on the jury. Yes. He's not going to vote for Katura. Like, yes. this is a huge move to flip on your allies for, for apparently no reason. I don't think Caleb's going to take this personally. Caleb, I don't think Caleb, I'm saying, I don't think Caleb's going to be like, well, Katura is the whole reason I'm on the jury bench. I'm not, I think Caleb might look beyond that because he's such a nice guy. But Bruce and sure. Jake, I bet, don't vote for Katura if she's in the final three because sure. of something like this. Yes, I agree. I, I, I definitely agree with I'm you. I'm thinking well that. beyond yeah. where we're at right now. Right. And as far as like how Bella's going to react, we already know Bruce is on the outs with the girl with Kendra and Kelly. Oh, Kelly's like, yep. And they're kind of done with Bruce. And it seems like they're kind of... And Jake, Jake and Bruce are hand in hand at this point, yeah. in my opinion. Unfortunately so, for Jake. Katura might have been making the gamble of, hey, you know, Kelly Kelly and Kendra and I, we can... The 3K with, women. Right. We can work with Reba for a little bit or, or do something and go farther. We don't mm-hmm. need Jake and Bruce. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that... I, I still don't know if that's a good idea, but that's what she did. So I... I don't know. I obviously would have hoped she would have gone with Caleb and made a big move here and done a tie, but she felt like she couldn't trust him. The fact that we're intrigued going next week says how just shows how good the season is. It's true. That is true. I mean, the Sifu vote was so obvious. That's why we're not even really talking about it because like, uh, yeah. it was plain as day. Sifu wasn't even trying to save himself. He just knew he was the target and he did nothing. Right. And nothing irks me more in terms of Survivor, Big Brother, the traders, I don't care. Whatever social show you're on is sitting on your hands mm-hmm. when you know you need to do right. something. Well, we saw several scenes of Drew going <laughs> around and saying, like, he knew that Try to save he himself. was on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And he, so he goes to Bruce. Hey, what are you thinking? He goes to Kelly. Hey, what mm-hmm. are you thinking? He goes to Kendra. Talking to people. Yeah. You know, and that's why you're... Drew's working. We don't see Sifu do that at all. Never. Which is unfortunate. Sifu's all character, which yeah. I love, but he has no strategy value right. in this so, game. I mean, the blue... T- had some interesting scenes as far as you know Kendra trying to get Bruce. You know what's weird about Kendra, and I noticed that this episode, uh, it's probably just like a pet peeve of mine or something. Go for it. She repeats word for word things people told her. Like Kelly sits on the beach and mm-hmm. says something to the effect of, "Um, oh, I don't know what 
What are you saying? Like, okay, let's just say, for example, Kelly says, Hey, Kendra, you are really cool. Kendra says back to her. I'm very cool. Basically. Yeah. But okay. it was, it was something about to the person she's talking to. Yeah. No. Well, she did or it to, to Caleb. Else. She did it to Caleb. Um, but, oh, but Kendra, Kendra says something about Bruce. Like, oh, no one's going to bring Bruce to the end. Mm-hmm. Cut to a confessional of Kendra saying no one's going to bring Bruce to the end. And then same thing with Kendra on the beach talking to Caleb. Caleb was like, yeah, I don't trust Bruce. He just, when I'm talking to him, he doesn't give me anything. And Kendra immediately says, yeah, he never gives me anything either. Are you saying Kendra likes to go along with what people are thinking and adopts as her own thoughts? She's easily swayed. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. But she genuinely, I think, believes the thing in the moment. Sure. So, but that's dangerous when you think you've convinced somebody of something, but then 30 seconds later, Somebody else has convinced that person. Of, Kendra of doesn't stand for anything. She's falling for everything is what you're saying. I guess so. And in, it, in the survivor sense. Yeah. In yeah. survivor sense. I mean, she's she's trying to play hard and she's trying and she's right. Bruce would be a good person to take out. But it's like she can't seem to make a decision on her own. I don't know. She ended up sticking with Kelly, which is probably the best move for her game tonight. You know, proving to Bruce. Yeah, I'm loyal mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I'm going to stick with you. You don't have to play your idol and then blind signing him yeah, later. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about because it. Because nobody's really going to care if Sifu goes home. Reba's not going to care. Sifu was the only one that cared. <laughs> so, so Drew was tonight. He was tonight, though. He's like, tonight's the perfect night to play my uh, safety that power. Too true. bad I left my bag back at the other Too camp. Too bad he left it at home. But, and I was yeah. for a second. I'm like, this just happened at 44. I'm like, did they not watch that episode? And like remember like how matt i mean to be fair matt didn't have a real idol or whatever in 44 he had a fake one Mm -hmm. but when franny didn't bring his bag i remember him being devastated yes he didn't know at the moment it wouldn't have mattered but had he had a real one and it's like okay i guess the lesson there was always bring your bag to every challenge you just don't know yeah i guess so you just don't know Mm -hmm. and so anyone who's listening if you're gonna apply for survivor the rule of thumb i guess is to bring your bag to every challenge don't be lazy and not bring it because Mm -hmm. you literally do not know I mean, mm-hmm. you have a good sense that it's going to be right after the merge story. Right. But they don't. They might change it. Right. Maybe not, but they might just bring your bag to every challenge because mm-hmm. you just don't know. You don't know if it's going to be go to the challenge and go straight to immunity. I mean, go straight to tribal. They could do that one. episode. Right. They've done that in the past. Right. So just prepare your butts, I guess. I will give. I, so I'm back and looked at the airing dates and everything. The episode where Matt uh, does that and it's on TV is April the 12th. They started filming Survivor 45 April the 17th. So it's very likely they were in Fiji already. They were not watching Survivor 44 live on television. You know, they probably had, they probably, last episode they probably watched was the Mergatory before they went out to Fiji. Right. The week before. So April 12th, April 17th, too close. They probably hadn't seen Matt forgot his bag. Mm-hmm. And therefore that's why Drew did it. So I'm, I'm like, man, how do you see 44? They do that. And then you repeat the mistake. But. I give give leeway here because I don't think they had seen the episode. Right. Well, and also it's just kind of weird to be bringing your bag to a challenge when nobody else is bringing their bag. That that sure, really you feel is gonna, out of place. Maybe it's going to point out that oh, that person has something they don't want to leave back at camp. I don't know. That could be bad That's too. True. I would definitely just like tuck Why can't it. Can't be in your pocket. Yeah. Well, Why can't it be in your pocket? During a challenge, it could fall out. Well, oh, like you in the ocean. Yeah, because you don't know what kind of challenge you're doing or true. anything. True. So yeah, it's it's that's tough. I, I guess don't know. anyone whose future is going to be on forty seven, forty eight. If you're listening, convince everybody else. Hey, let's just blanket rule 
all bring our backs every try every challenge because we just don't know mm-hmm. just blanket that rule like episode one <laughs> before you get anything in your pocket because yeah. you wait till you something in your pocket that's suspicious why'd you wait till day 13 to say that yeah yeah day True. one day one be like hey guys i really want us all to succeed in this game <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. really want us all to succeed. And then remember the rules been set. So if mo- most people are following it, hopefully maybe everybody, if you notice people aren't bringing their bag, it'll kind of give you an indication of who doesn't have anything mm. too. True. If people decide not to follow the rule, the, the, the precedent that's been set, mm-hmm. just an idea. You have to be, con- you have to be convincing though. Cause like you can't just say it. You got to convince people to do it. That's the harder part than just saying it mm-hmm. obviously. So, right. But yeah, meanwhile, on this group, Bruce knows Kendra wants him gone. They've never talked strategy. He says it like Kendra's never talked strategy to him. You know, conversations are a two-way street. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to get a letter, send a letter kind of thing. You want a text sent to you. That's an old phrase. You want, you know, you want somebody to send you a text, send them a text. Mm -hmm. If they ghost you, that's, they're a jerk. Don't talk to them. Sure. You know, you got to talk to somebody for them to talk to you. Take some effort though. Yeah. No, I understand. Not yeah. everyone's going to come and kiss you. You got to go kiss them. <laughs> what? That's a, They've done that in Survivor. I'm trying to find a more oh, okay. modern reference. I thought you were doing a personal reference again. Well, I do appreciate when you <laughs> come and uh, She's my wife. When you come and kiss me. But, you know, I, sometimes if I want to kiss, I got to go to you. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. I had to clarify the wife thing. People start right. being like, well, why, is, why are co-hosts? Because other podcasts, they're not married, Mary. It'd be weird if the other podcasters started talking about kissing each other. So so somebody's new to this and they're like, why are they talking about? All right. Anyways, I understand. Another thing that made me sad before we go to tribal. I I was assuming we're getting there soon. We're already at tribal. I got so much stuff. Oh, okay. Well, good. Because I (laughs) I saw stuff. (laughs) No, it made me sad because Austin said to D, hey, your threat level is climbing. Maybe we should keep Caleb. He's a good meat shield. Yeah, he's a good shield. So it. Austin seemed to be willing to keep Caleb. Well, Austin and wants yet, it for his own personal benefit. Well, of course. Doesn't everybody want everything what, in this game what, for their personal benefit? Well, I think what D is saying here, because D ends up, is D's like, I don't, why do I need a meat shield? Right. I mean, it's no, really what ends up happening. No, I understand. What makes me sad is, is not that D said no. Sure, that's fine. Sure. Austin didn't get with Caleb or Jake. Jake and Caleb and Austin oh. and Katura could have just done it all he themselves. He values his own alliance yes. higher than saving Caleb, right. obviously. Which, and he should. I mean, that is his alliance. But this might be the proof that we need that Jake could have got Austin to flip. This might be what we, well, earlier yeah. I was saying, I don't know if Austin would flip. This might be what we needed to hear to be like, come a 3-3 split, would Austin have made the turn and not vote, gone to rocks yeah. to save, and instead save Caleb? I think he would have. I mm. definitely think he would have. I, I'm not saying that Austin is wrong here to go with his lines because you should, especially if you're planning on keeping on working with these people. They're loyal you to you. They know yeah. all of your advantages. Just because you can, you know, betray them doesn't mean you should, especially yeah. at this point in the game. You got to time those things. Right. Yeah. So he, he he is not, you know, he's not wrong for doing this, but he tried and it's just like, oh, Caleb almost had the numbers. He almost had it. Yeah. And it just... Flipped through the thanks, Katura. So, yeah, thanks, <laughs> All right, so with Jake, though, we get a new editing technique here. This oh, is, yeah. by the way, when the episode decided to crash a second time. Yeah, thank true. you, Paramount Plus. I greatly appreciate when you flash when you crash during the flash forward, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was a TV show that came out many years ago. 
We're gonna, a little mini side tangent. Okay. I've been wanting to talk about this for years, apparently, because it's come to the top <laughs> of my brain. Flash Forward is a TV show. I don't know what network, but I got I bought the whole box set for season one, Mary. Mm-hmm. Watched first episode and I was like, wow, that was so good. Like it was really good. Mm-hmm. I watched episode two and they revealed the like the whole there's the episode one's like there's a mystery, like what caused the flash forward? How did why did everyone pass out for 20 minutes, you know? And then they like check security cameras and everything, and they're like, who, what the heck? Who the heck did this? You know, kind of thing. The whole world passed out for 20 minutes, except for as it turned out, one person. And we they reveal who it was in like episode two out of 22 episodes. And I'm like, why? The show crashed so hard. By the time they got to the mid-season part of this show, they did another flash forward. Mm. They didn't need to do that. They ruined the mystery in episode two like dummies. And then they they had to go for broke and they did another flash forward. It was like, ugh. Anyways, so that's my little mini rant on the show. <laughs> it's great pilot. Watch the second episode and you're good. Like, seriously, I stopped watching. So like I didn't it, even finish the box set. It would have been better as a movie or something. Yes, I actually think okay. it would have been a really good movie because, yeah, it's really after like two episodes when you already you're like, oh, so now these guys spend the next 20 episodes trying to catch this guy. Like, OK, mm, gotcha. that's dumb. I like the mystery. I like the mystery. Mm-hmm. They ruined the mystery. And that's what made the first episode so dang good. So anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you ever give you have an, you know, now that the flash forward with Jake here in Survivor gets you like. Ooh, flash forward. That's an interesting concept. It was so cool. I yes. loved it. I it, it definitely added to. I mean, on the one hand, you you get to see how the votes are going to go in some aspects. And we've always joked about it for years now that we always know who the two people are going to be targeted. True. And this time, they just took advantage of the fact yeah. that we always know who the two yeah. people are. We just didn't know what the outcome we was. We didn't know be. what the vote count was. And I think I think part of it might have been they they would have assumed that you're going to assume Caleb's going home because. Mm-hmm. But when they do this and show that Julie vote and they show Kayla's face like, yes, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, it's a possibility. I can see it happening. You know, we just need Katura. That's all we need. So I thought it was cool. Like, I don't I don't remember them ever doing anything like that before. I guess this is the first time we've ever had it happen. So we've had no experience. I guess now in retrospect, we could have been like, well, this is from Jake's perspective. And they flash forwarded me and Jake's going to lose. But in the moment, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, because this is new. This How is new for Survivor. Know? Yeah. But if they do it again in the future, you're gonna have to do something different because otherwise we're gonna know. Unless we hear it through, unless we hear it through both parties' perspectives. Mm-hmm. If we can get a flash forward, that's the way to do it in the future, I guess. Flash forward through both parties' perspectives, then it could be like, okay, I don't know which side's gonna win because I like this. Let's do it. I say let's do it again. Not too often, you know. Sure. Keep it in check. Yeah. But if it happens again, do both sides' perspectives so we we don't know based on past evidence. Who's going to win mm-hmm. or I guess have that person be right once. I mean, I guess you can, you really got to mix it up. You, if you can't be the loser every time right, you're in the flash right, forward, right. that's what I'm trying to say. No, I get that. No, Otherwise you're going to have to do it at the mid season finale. And by then the show's tanked. So <laughs> <laughs> but if you're doing a second flash forward, sorry, to save the season. You failed on your premise. All right. Caleb tells Katura about Bruce's idol. And then Jake, it's, and that's fine. By the way, mm-hmm. Katura takes that in stride. When Jake tells Katura, I was really, I think, that's when she connected the dots. I think it's why that's why this one hit because she connects the dots. She's like, is that what the rings thing was? And mm-hmm. he's like, yes. And like, that's when it like it all clicked. Yeah. Because when Caleb told her, she's like, okay, Bruce found an idol. Like, I don't know exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like I like sure that he didn't tell me, but like Caleb's not right. Caleb was also kind of on the outs. Yeah. So like it's... I understand why Caleb would hold back. Yeah. Submission. But Jake knew about it and Jake covered up and she was 
there. This is what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about back when it happened? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's looking for an idol, for the idol, and Katura's off right. walking down the beach by herself. Yeah. I'm like, Katura's in a bad spot socially. Yeah. And she, it turns out that was significant that mm-hmm. she wasn't even there. Yeah. And, you know, so again, I keep saying, why did she make this decision? It really is a good reason. I mean, from she really, from her sense. perspective, because if she is on the bottom of Bello, why not switch over to Reba and try and find a crack there? Because she's been working with these people. She's been trying to find a crack and weigh in. But apparently so far, it hasn't really worked for her. Mm-hmm. I still think she could have worked with Caleb and Jake and Kelly and moved farther, you know, in the game. And Kendra, I guess. Well, ultimately, would Bella have lost to Reba because of Bruce? Right. Maybe she, she had to be thinking beyond this one vote, you mm-hmm. know? So it was a risk. It I, was a risk. See, the thing, the thing is, I'm not Team Katura. Watch her win the season now. The thing is, I'm not Team Katura. So at the, I, like, I'm kind of like, oh, I hate that she did this, but it makes sense from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Whereas when Emily did it, <laughs> it was like, yeah, Emily gets buy out. How dare she not tell you? You know, same, well, same, similar event. But in that case, we were all rooting for Emily at that point. That's true. Yeah. And also, her doing that saved Caleb that episode too. Mm-hmm. We were rooting for Caleb right. too. So we had double the people we're rooting for. Yeah. So it makes sense from Katura's perspective why she does this, but I mean, boy, does it suck. It is similar, but at the same time, Emily didn't have like a strong alliance either way. And this solidified one of her alliances by saving Caleb. Back when she picked Caleb right. over Katura, yeah. Katura has an alliance, granted in her mind, a shaky alliance that she's on the bottom of, but she could have strengthen that and supported that and and move forward with Bella but she decided I just feel like it's still a little bit early to be jumping ship like this it, but we'll I mean see. what else you can do it Mary I don't know it's fine we're now final 10 yeah there's only what six votes until final four when there's a force fire making mm-hmm. so yeah we got the 10 9 8 7 6 5 here I am counting on podcasts it's amazing listening I'm sure for you all yeah six votes so it's like all right so you wait till final nine. I mean, like, what's the perfect time to flip? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I would just be more of a safe player. And this was a really risky move, in my opinion. Especially when she knows she wants Bruce wants her out, basically. Yeah, anyways. it's true. It is true. It's yeah. not. It really probably wasn't a bad. It wasn't like her alliance. Don't like she's part of like the Tika three. You yeah. know, she's not with like Carolyn, Jam Jam and, and Carson, who would never mm-hmm. flip on each other and make the season more interesting. No, she's <laughs> she's on a season that is interesting. Therefore, people might flip on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be interested to hear what people think. Like if people thought that this was a good move or not for Katura. Yeah, I definitely in the comments, please let us know if you're team Katura or team not Katura. <laughs> <laughs> you can be team Katura and think she made a mistake or, or not. A mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for real, team Katura, team not Katura. That's all I need to know. <laughs> all right. So my, oh, my notes. Would it be just, team Bruce? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't want to say that because that's an obvious choice. All right. So. Well, there's so many notes, but I mean, like, long story short, Bruce is just like, pe- people are like, Bruce is annoying to work with. Mm-hmm. Like, long story short, a lot of Kelly content tonight. I feel like Kelly's in a really good position. Yes. That's why I mean, like, we talk about winner analysis. I feel like Kelly's in a really good position. I don't mm-hmm. know if Kelly's in a winner position, but boy, if Kelly doesn't make it to the final, to the finale, I'd be a bit surprised. Oh, yeah, me too. Because she's, she's like prominent in the edit, but she's not prominent in people's minds, mm-hmm. which means she's, she's. She's going far. Right. Because she's prominent in people's minds like Bruce, which is also prominent in the edit. Mm-hmm. Going. You're going soon. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and she's also like people keep talking to her, you know, just coming up and talking to her yeah. about stuff. She's easy, easy to talk to. Easy apparently. to talk to. Yeah. She's listening. She seems to be reasonable and smart. She's not going to just go overboard. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kelly's 
we'll talk about it when we get to winter. I would align with Kelly if I was on this season because if she's that loyal to Bruce, who is annoying people, Mm -hmm. and she's like so, she's very logical. Mm -hmm. I would be aligning with Kelly as well. I would, I would be like, I would be on board. And Jake's loyal too, as well. So I see why Bruce is aligned with these two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, Caleb, I get though he's like a pariah, like oh, like I want to line with you, but everybody wants you out. So, I wonder if it really. What do you think the, the beginning of the end was when he went and robbed Reba's tribe? Was that really it? Was that like no. well, the beginning of the end? I say not the act of him robbing, but his yes, his social game at that point. Yeah, yes. he mm-hmm. went too hard, too fast. I agree, and I said it then. Jeff Probst in the podcast. Oh, I forgot to bring this up. Jeff Rose's podcast talking about how amazing Caleb's social game is, but it's like, is it though? Because that's what got he him went out. out because of his social yeah. game. Mm-hmm. He was too, I mean, too quote unquote good. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, Jeff revealed in the podcast, I meant to bring this up earlier, that if you give your shot in the dark away, the other person can use it. It's not something that's, oh. that's aligned to you, like okay. stuck with you. Other, the other person cannot use two in one tribal. Okay. That makes sense. Well, and I was wondering because once you use it, it's gone. Yeah. But if somebody gives you one, you have you can still but use But if Emily had given Caleb it tonight, just for example, not right, that sure. she had a chance, he could have used it again tonight. He would have still lost his vote. Emily yes. would not have it anymore. So right. it is a transferable mm-hmm. uh, item of power. Though, if that was going to happen, it would be explained on the show. So don't expe- expect... Right. Jeff Probst will explain rules right. in interviews all the time. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, clearly it's, not, clearly it's not happening this season because... Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Jeff wouldn't say a word about it. and It would just be in the show proper. Right. But it's not happening this season. Right. But just know, if, again, if you're going to go on the show. And Emily. That would, is a, that's something you can give to an ally. Right. Here's a shot in the dark. Play it tonight. See what the happens. The person who gives the shot in the dark, say it was Emily giving mm-hmm. to Caleb. She wouldn't lose her vote if Caleb. She doesn't it. lose her vote. She just loses the shot in the dark. Right. Okay. It's like hanging somebody an idol. Just think gotcha. about it like that. Like yeah. it's a transferable item. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't think that was ever cleared up before, but it's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know. Interesting. I, as I said, though, if it be, if it actually mattered, we would see it on the show, and they would explain on the show. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all right. So, I guess now it's time for tribal. So let's go to the first tribal. This is the most basic tribal because we get to tribal council, and I got basically no notes on this thing because Sifu's like, "Yep, yeah, everybody's targeting me." <laughs> like that's it. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. I had. <clears throat> A couple notes, mainly on the Bruce and Kendra thing. Okay. Kendra says, when she's talking, she says, you know, you have to look at all the options. Cut mm-hmm. to Bruce rolling his eyes. Of but course. Because he he doesn't feel like Kendra is going to go with him. But then Kendra says she wants to build trust with the people. So I, I put my notes. So she's voting with Bruce. She's voting against Eva. Yeah. Um, so, like... It was interesting that it seemed like Bruce wasn't sure if Kendra was going to vote with him. And he or wasn't. Not. He yeah. said he's going to play. His, he told Kelly, "I'm going to play yeah. my, or I'm, I'm probably, probably going to play." Gonna my play. I thought he tonight. was going to. I thought he didn't trust Kendra. I thought. Eh, it seemed like everybody was on board with getting Sifu, though. Like at the yes. end of the day, even Drew but was like, "Sure, let's get Sifu. That's what I was saying. Well, Drew has been wanting to get Sifu out for anyways, but that's what I was saying was like. He seemed like that way at the beginning of the tribal. Yeah. But then you have Sifu and you, you mentioned it. Sifu basically, it felt like kind of up. self-sacrificing yeah. himself at the at, in that moment. Just saying, you know, everyone wants me out because I'm a target and nobody's really talking to me. And, you know, I just have this sense that I'm going home. And so, like, it just feels inevitable at that point. Bad gameplay. Bad gameplay Bad game for play. Sifu. Yeah. You want to cause un- unrest if you're if you're going out like. 
make somebody burn, do something dumb. Yeah. You just don't know. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to open your mouth and make a speech to tribal, make it about somebody else. Make it not about That's yourself. If, but if you know if you're going, why, he didn't play Shot in the Dark knowing he's going, by the way. Yeah. Bad gameplay. Yeah. Bad gameplay. He knows he's going. He doesn't play Shot in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Why even? You already know you're not. You don't have the votes for you. Why not play Shot in the Dark? And also, he doesn't do anything on his way out the door to try to convince anybody to flip. Yeah. So just horrendous gameplay socially, horrendous gameplay. And I like Sifu's character. Mm-hmm. Just horrendous gameplay. Just I mean, horrendous is a strong word. No, horrendous. Not when you don't play Shot in the Dark and you know you're going, it's horrendous. <laughs> okay. That is horrendous. I mean, this is all personal opinion. Subjective. I well, understand. there was a chance. Subjectively people, horrendous. There was a chance people were voting for Bruce. And if he mm-hmm. didn't use a Shot in the Dark. Should have played Shot in the Dark. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like Caleb where every single person was voting against him. I mean, every single person was voting against him in this situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Shot in the dark. Yeah. Could have played it. Though it would not have worked tonight. It would I not. mean, if we're really, if people are buying into production rigged it, which I do not believe at all. There was, as I mentioned last week in the winter analysis, there's a lot of evidence. Somebody like went through all the screenshots, like analyzing the shot in the dark bag and did it change at all mm. throughout the episodes. It's like, okay, nothing changed for like three or four episodes. Like the bag had been set and it just was sitting there for episodes. Gotcha. Like, so sure, the next person who pulled may have been safe, but they didn't know it was going to be Caleb. Mm-hmm. So I bet you it's not going to be safe next time. Probably not. I mean, if we're assuming there's really 24 scrolls in there or 12 scrolls in there and two of them are safe, I guess you could dig around and find one. I don't know how the shot in the dark bag exactly works. I wish you just rolled the dice. Yeah. I, Everyone I sure would like the dice roll because that is not there's no one could even imply rigging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Sifu's gone five to one. So long. Farewell. All right. Uh, we, so we go to the actual interesting vote <laughs> because by the way, we, even with all the Bruce talk, you and I knew the moment Katara and Bruce are split up, Bruce ain't going nowhere. I mean, that's what I thought. I didn't think that. So. I was like, Bruce doesn't go he either plays his idol and gets saved or he's not being voted off. It doesn't matter. Bruce is not gone tonight because it uh, Bruce and Katara has to end Bruce versus Katara. Right. It'd be bad storytelling a survivor. To not have them and their rivalry. I feel like at it was the same tribal. bad storytelling for them to build up Caleb. And then he's the first jury member. But well, there was I, so much Lulu content, though. Like they had to make you like more than just Emily. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't necessarily agree with you. <gasps> that kills the that kills the if you're outside the 50 United States thing. By the way, Caleb's only Canadian oh, yeah. this season. And there's no one Aww. from Puerto Rico or anything. That's the first time in the whole new era. Where everyone who is not from out, uh, anyways. That's why they voted him out. Yeah, they, yeah. They can't, we can't let you get <laughs> to the end. It wasn't because he win. was too nice. It was because yeah, he's Canadian. It's because if you, <laughs> the only season to have an American win, I'm sorry, uh, somebody from the 50 United States win was Gabler. <laughs> All your seasons have been Canada, Canada, Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's funny. And I know Puerto Rico is technically part of America. Sorry for offending the one person who got offended. But my point is, if you're outside the 50 United States, it was like, man, you can't win this game anymore. They made that happen tonight. Caleb ain't winning. Nope. So has to be somebody from 50 United States. And as we know, probably somebody from New York or California. I have no idea, actually. I have no idea. I don't know where uh, my top three are from. So, all right. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice tonight has just been, I am a little under the weather. So is Mary. Yeah. You're probably hearing her voices. I don't want to say at the beginning and have people the whole time notice, but at this point, you got to have no, I hope you've noticed. If you haven't, good for you. All right, so Jake and Julie say they are robots. And I put, wow, an actual good analogy. It wasn't forced by Jeff. <laughs> this season, Jeff has had a lot of restraint not forcing analogies. Mm-hmm. When they sure. happen, it feels natural. Drew brought up the home run thing last week. All right, that was a good analogy. Mm-hmm. Jeff didn't force it out of you. 
True. Very when true. Heidi brought up driving a car and picking up people and dropping them off 44, I will never forget how just out of place it was and how even Jeff looked annoyed by the fact that it was even happening. <laughs> Jeff, you set the precedent for the... All right. Anyways. No, the robot thing was good. Because uh, at me at home, I'm still like, I could compartment. I could, I could compartment. How do I say the word? Compartmentalize. Yeah, I don't know why I'm tripping on it. I could do that. But maybe in the moment I couldn't. Maybe I would be too attached to people. Oh, no, I'm ruining their dream of winning a million dollars. Well, I, I want to keep in mind, they're trying to ruin my dream of winning a million dollars. I think that's the important part to remember. Right. So when you're doing it, remember, they're not there to give you a million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one is there to help you get the million. Right. Very Unless like you're it. JT on token chains, people want to fall over backwards for your game. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's very rare. That's very rare. Very, very rare. No, well, you could tell that they weren't robots because, I mean, Jake and Caleb both look just so hurt after the bow. Well, no one needed any batteries or anything, too, which really helped. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and also, I think Katero looked really conflicted, like the uh-huh. whole tribal. She was just kind of like, am I making the right decision or not? I don't know. Like, they she do hang the her head. And they cut to Katero with her head hanging yeah. low. And then they cut to the actual shot of Jeff walking back. And Katero's all upright sitting. So that shot was very intentional. When they showed that shot of Katero with her head down and they cut to Katero, She's all like sitting upright normally. I'm like, that was forced in because they want you to know that Katura made the flip and she's agonizing over the flip. She agonized over whether to flip or okay. not. Okay, sure. I'm saying the way it was edited, it was like, there's no cutaway in between to hide the fact that Katura actually wasn't bending over at the moment. At the moment that he went to get the boats. No, at the, yeah, at the moment in the show they showed Or that he was walking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was very apparent she was upright the whole time. How long does it take him to walk up there and go count Are the boats? Are you being into semantics <laughs> about this? I'm telling you, the moment that happened, I knew. I knew Katara yes, flipped. Yes, I mean, I think we the all knew. The writing was on the wall. We all knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I was just holding out hope that it would Oh, no, that was the last straw. I'm like, no, it's happened. I, yeah. I was surprised when Caleb went at that point. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, Katara flipped. I mean, it makes sense for her game, but. I'm not yeah. Team Katura at the moment, so Tura needs to do something to make me Team Katura. Because right yeah. now, her she is so laser focused on Bruce. It's like to the point of that's why we joke about it. It's insane. It's insanity yeah. at this point. So, all right, uh, Caleb's voted off four to two. Next time on Survivor, the girls are forming. They don't say it. The Black Widow Brigade 2.0, possibly. We shall see. I mean, I mean, let's be real. The Black Widow Brigade 2.0 was one world when. The women dominated that season. Yeah. They didn't call themselves that, but they dominated that season. So I don't know. Is it all women's lines actually going to happen or is this just blowing smoke, Mary? What do you think? I think it's just blowing smoke. Yeah. Every time this happens, it's just like, sure, this could work. But but eh. each, each one of these people <laughs> already have an alliance. They have other motivations. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like having an alliance just based on your gender. It usually doesn't usually doesn't give enough motivation to continue for now if the women are all like let's get out bruce i get that but i don't get the, i sure. don't see them all going let's get out austin drew and jake yeah i don't because think why would d and julie, d and julie want austin drew out? Yeah. yeah yeah it's definitely let's all get together get out bruce i can right. see that I can see, if Bru- everyone if you're on the my picks app this is a freebie vote bruce like straight up you're gonna for, say that and then he's not gonna go home i know week. i mean that's what i'm doing i'm not i'm putting my money where my mouth is i'm voting bruce next week okay like there's almost like i'd be flabbergasted the only reason bruce doesn't go next week is because he plays his idol but i feel like bruce is the kind of character they're setting up to not play his idol thinking he's safe it's possible yeah, yeah. could be he should have played it tonight mm. uh, well i think you he, say should have but the votes were so yeah. clearly yeah for sifu it didn't yeah it, 
Yeah, he didn't need it to. It was a landslide. Side. It wasn't mm-hmm. even close. Yeah, so. you're right. All right. Well, the big one, Mary, for next week. The auction is Survivor back. Survivor auction. I mean, Jake's looking for an idol. That's whatever. Yeah. The auction is back. <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for. We knew this was coming since like what? Uh, the end of 44 when they teased it. Yeah. And everyone's really excited about it, too. Jeff said in an interview, I don't remember where I want to say EW. I apologize for not knowing because he said this way long ago. Mm-hmm. The next auction is going to be the Survivor Auction 1.0 was no advantages. Survivor Auction 2.0 mm-hmm. has advantages in it. I guess 2.0 started in season 11 because that's the first time it happened with an advantage. Survivor Auction 3.0 is next. That's what he says. It's not so the it's same. Not gonna be regular. We're not going yeah. back to basics, mm-hmm. but it's also not going to be what we saw in like Kai Guy on World's Apart where like everyone's just sitting on their hands waiting for the advantage to come up. Right. So I am hoping this is the big one. I'm hoping that it's just attached to a random food item or maybe it's in the food like actually because we talked about before they love berry. They put an advantage yeah. in a fish before, you know, hoping somebody rip it open and mm-hmm. get the advantage. So I'm hoping and that's what I hope that's what it is. I hope it's hey guys, we're motivating you to buy everything by telling you the advantage is in a random item. But we won't tell you which item. We won't tell you which item. No, it's a random item. That's a good idea. I could see that happening. Uh, I think, though, I think the best way to go about this is every single item comes with a note. And of course, all the notes are going to (laughs) say, you got nothing. Yeah, you didn't get it. Except for the one person that got something. That way, it's not suspicious. True. That's a good idea. Just an idea. We'll see what actually happens. I'm looking forward to what Survivor Auction 3.0 is. Hopefully, it's just a reward challenge. It's not. I mean, it'd be ridiculous if it was immunity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess that, could you imagine who's going to win the auction for immunity I don't know I guess that could be Survivor Auction 3.0 actually now that I think about it Getting immunity. who wants to bet their money who wants to spend all their money on immunity but that, at that point you should be motivated to not spend money on food which I think is ruins the auction yeah that does ruin the auction will we get letters from home with this auction they usually do that do you think we'll get it this time letters from home I doubt it I, think, I don't know I think letters from home is reasonable it's not going to be a loved one's visit or anything like that. No. 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 In it's fact, possible. Jeff has come out and said there's no loved one's visit. Like it's, he says we need a good reason to do it again at the moment. People like the loved one's visit. That's not a well, good enough I reason. Good, then he's saying it's like the game is shortened by two thirds. It's like two thirds what it used to be lengthwise. And I don't know. It had more of an impact when it was like day 30 something and your loved one comes out versus yeah. day 14. That, like you've been gone for true. two weeks. Like, all right. <laughs> you've been gone <laughs> you know I mean? Like, okay. It's been yeah. it's like day 14, 15. True. So, okay, Mary, I think that's all I got for the episode. Do you have anything else before we move on? I just have one more thing. Um, Did you know Katara hates Bruce? How dare <laughs> you make this joke? That's my joke. No, I but I didn't know jokes. that. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Yeah. 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 That's like all Rebecca and I text about now. <laughs> we we used to text about like Survivor. There was like more subjects. Now mm-hmm. it's like eighty percent about Katara hating Bruce. Nice. Yep. That's our our friendship has devolved or maybe mm-hmm. evolved, depending on how you look at it. But anyways, what's new on Patreon? Patreon's free to sign up for, by the way. For those wondering, for a long time they didn't have a free tier, as far mm-hmm. as I knew. But now, past week or two, they've added one. So you can sign up for my Patreon for free. Links in the description over on Patreon. Sari Fields. I'm recording this Wednesday night and the poll ends tonight on Patreon, but I'm assuming she's going to win because she has quite a lead at the moment. Her Big Brother 25 video will be worked on immediately. It'll be on Patreon very soon. By very soon, I mean early next week soon. So that's yeah, going to be massive. Big Brother's mm-hmm. a long show, but I'm cutting it down to the to the good stuff. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Three Fields going to be huge. 
Parvati Shallow will also be on Patreon in the next few days. Uh, Five Time Survivor Blue Our Minds is on Patreon. And of course, this week on YouTube, I uploaded Colby Donaldson's Heroes vs. Villains video and Greg Buse's story video as well from Borneo, which is he's just hilarious. So, yeah, thank you cool. all for supporting us uh, through Patreon. It helps keep this channel financially independent of mm-hmm. needing like sponsors. And I can't, I don't want to name names, but sponsors. <laughs> That have that have offered. And I'm like, you know what? No. I'm like, seriously, the patrons keep us afloat. We don't need sponsors. Some of these sponsors. <laughs> I don't want to name names. I'm just saying, like, here's some sponsors where I'm like, I I don't think I could do a sponsorship with you. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm like, really thank you. Cause like that's one of the decisions happened today. It was a very recent no I had to give. So all right. Let's move on. Last week's secret scenes, Mary. This is your section. Tell me all about what did we not see? in last week's mergatory episode that they put on the Survivor CBS YouTube channel. Well, let me tell you, we missed some riveting stuff. Oh, so it was terrible. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Uh, so and not terrible, but mm-hmm. uh, one of them is called Day 13 Tree Mail. So Jake gets Tree Mail. He reads it. Dee says getting Tree Mail is scary um, because it, she talks about like she knows there's going to be the unknown split of six versus six. So they know that's coming up and that's scary because you don't know who you're going to be placed with. Um, but D says, you know, I've been trying to work with everybody and talk to everybody so that hopefully no matter what tribe I'm on, I'm, I'm safe. Um, Turns out that's true. Yes. Which that, that was kind of a nothing burger of a secret scene though. Yeah. Nothing really important. Uh, I'm going to skip to secret scene episode six, which basically which doesn't have a name, by the way. It's just called Secret Scene Episode yeah. 6. Yeah. <laughs> Kendra says she is ready for the individual part of the game. She is just excited to play. Basically, the whole episode is her talking to people people about their zodiac signs and talking about how she's connecting with people. And that's... She's so excited when somebody tells them their birthday. Yeah, their there birthday. was lots of screaming. Lots of screaming. <laughs> this, by the way, this is another scene where it's like, if Kendra wins, would this been in the show? This is the only, t- yeah. I think it's the only one of the three where I thought, would this been in the show if this person was the winner? I don't think Kendra's winning. I don't think Kendra's winning. Yeah, I think, I mean, the fact that Kendra was cut out of episode one when they went to tribal is insane. Yeah, That's the only time they did the twist that we know of, by mm-hmm. the way. Why did they only do it? Why did they, why did they chose the, the premiere out of all the episodes to do it? Right. The one where they are always strapped for time. Right. Anyway, so Kendra ain't winning. Yeah, no. I mean, it was, it was a cute, I guess, little scene because yeah. she's connecting with people. But it wasn't massively important. Is. Yeah. And the last one is Sifu Seafood, where seafood, seafood, seafood. Was it tripping you up there? He is tripping me up there. Seafood talks about how, you know, so far in this game, he's just been playing with no more than six people. And now there's 12 people. And so it's a little overwhelming, but he's going to connect with people by sharing his fish and by being positive. And just, you know, being Sifu. And basically, he says, you know, he's getting information that way by just by sharing his fish. And if you had watched this one uploaded and not when we're telling you about it right now, you would have, again, known that Sifu's not winning. Right. Because it's like the fourth secret scene of Sifu that they've just cut from the show. So many secret scenes of Sifu. They hate the guy. No, well, I mean, because he's fun and likable. So he makes good TV, which is why there's so many scenes scenes about him. But they're cut from the show because Sifu isn't important to the show. So he's not even making the jury. So he's really not important. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just another sad day for Sifu. (laughs) By the way, Sifu on uh, Twitter talks about himself in the third person there, too. 
For those well, who are wondering, if he did it on the show, you know, I think that well, it's just a common yeah, thing. It's a consistent thing. It's consistent. Yeah, it's consistent. It wasn't just for the show. Not yeah. that I thought it was to begin with, but it's not. Okay, are you ready for this question? This week's question of the week of the week of the week. Of the oh question? yeah, I'm, what, uh, I'm ready. Mary's like almost <laughs> forgot this was a section yeah. we were doing. All right, this week's question of the week. I'm like, I am horrendous. Yes, that is a strong word for for this You're week's good. question. For this week's trip. Anyways, all right. Survivor 45's merged color is orange. That's not yes. a question. That is a statement. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was not a yes or no. <laughs> Which season was the last one to also have orange as their merge buff? I'll give you four options. Okay. A, Survivor 41. B, Cambodia Second Chances. C, Redemption Island. Or D, China. I'm going to go this is, with. This is not. Multiple seasons here could have an orange buff. I'm just saying that the this is the last recent. time it happened. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with my gut and say Cambodia. Second chances. Nope. It was Redemption Island. Oh. So it was literally 23 seasons ago now. Wow. That's yeah. been quite a long time. I When I saw the orange merch buff, I thought, when was the last time they did this? And that's yeah. the whole reason I came up with the question. Because I'm like, I gotcha. went back. I went through season by season. And I'm like, wow, it's it hasn't been that long. It's not a common color. That's for sure. Not for, not for the merge at all. I, re- I like the use of it here. Yeah. So that's why I looked it up. All right. I don't know the score is the season I lost count weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Does it really matter? Yeah. If yeah, we don't like whose line is anyway? Bet anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The score doesn't really matter. It never he just gives up points. It doesn't mean anything. All right, time for your uh T V ratings. And this one's huge because I mean, besides the ratings news today, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. So I'll put up I'll put up on the screen. Uh by the way, I get this information from TV series finale.com, I believe. I mean, I believe that's the website name. You can look up ratings. On many websites. This is the one I go to. Putting up on the screen their episode by episode view viewership. And I'm also putting up how they compare to the other episodes, other shows on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So for those who are looking out on screen, you can see the rotation. All right. So last week it was the lowest viewership, 4.86. But it's not bad because it was literally the World Series that night. And I, that was the night that I believe the Texas Rangers won. Like it was the last game of the World Series. Okay. Like it was, it was the one where the text range and it was on at the same, it was on the same time. So like that wasn't even that big of a dip from 5.03 the week before considering the world series was on and it was the last world series game Mm -hmm. and the Rangers won. I don't, I don't don't know too much about baseball. I I'm very casual fan. I love going to baseball games. I don't watch baseball on TV. Right. I know you know that I'm telling the audience (laughs) that it was apparently it was a big deal. I saw a lot of excitement about the Rangers winning. I guess maybe they don't win ever. I know the Astros, the other another Texas team, they've won a few times, but the Rangers winning was big. So cool. All right. So I, I don't take that. I'm not too four point eight six isn't and the lowest of the season doesn't mean much when the World Series is on the same night. It's the last game of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh they're doing pretty well. They still won the night outside of the World Series. However, today, November eighth, the day we're recording this and putting it on Patreon. The actor strike just ended. Yeah. It, it ended literally two hours. Or I mean, that's when I saw the news. Two hours before we recorded this. Like right before the Survivor episode happened on TV. So I don't know what that means for Survivor 46. Uh, I have no idea. I'm hoping Survivor 46 still gets 90 minute episodes. Well, surely they can't. Even if it ended today, they're not going to be able to put anything out until... Yeah, I, I wonder, I don't know how much filming they get done before the Christmas break because, yeah, I have no idea. I, I, I don't think this, well, I don't think we're going to get any scripted shows before the spring season. 
The thing is, Survivor 46 doesn't usually the fall sea, or I'm sorry, the spring season of Survivor doesn't ever premiere until like the end of February, beginning of March. And by then the scripted shows will be mm. back. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So I'm wondering if they're gonna give them 90 minutes still. Because Jeff said they're ready to edit it. They're ready to make them 90 minutes if they're asked. And it's like the only issue with that is for CBS is how they fill the other hour and a half. Because that's like a weird amount of time. Yeah. Like, do they put a drama for an hour and then a sick? Like, that's like, they're not sure what to do. Because Amazing Race, the Amazing Race season they have in the can is an hour. Mm-hmm. They cannot go back and make an hour and a half without making it feel really long. Yeah. Like they did not plan for 90 minutes at all. Mm-hmm. Where Survivor feels more natural with 90 minutes, Amazing Race does not. Even the new season we're, we're watching now where they felt prepared, where they were prepared for it. Even then there's like most of the episodes I'm like, this could have been 60. Yeah. This, like I appreciate the extra time as a hardcore fan, but at the same time I'm like, if I was a casual, this could have been 60. I mean, there's plenty of sitcoms that are only like 30 minutes. But it's like a weird thing. Survivor, then a drama, then a sitcom. You know, or like Survivor plus like three sitcoms. Like it's like weird. It's not. No, it's you do a, you Survivor th- an hour and a half. Then you do Ama- Amazing Race for an hour. And then you do a, a 30 minute You're sitcom. a rerun. Yeah. Because by then people are done going to bed anyways. I like your idea. Opinion. I'm just not sure if they'll do it. I guess sure. what I'm saying. That point you just throw on a rerun, I guess. Or yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All I'm, ho- all I'm saying is that that extra 30 minutes they could put have Survivor on TV. I'm hoping it happens. Mm-hmm. Why not? It's just extra post-production costs, not extra production costs. They've already filmed it. So. Right. Come on. Let's make it happen, people. It's around 46, 90 minutes. But yeah. Okay. So good news, though. They keep winning then every, every Wednesday. They keep winning every Wednesday by, by a mile. But we'll see next season when we get scripted shows back what happens. Yeah. Uh, but right now, they're just crushing it. So the shows, and they, keep, and they have now been pushing, hey, apply for Survivor again. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's being renewed. Good. Because like for first five weeks, they didn't even mention it. Mm-hmm. And then last week and this week, they mentioned it. So that's good. All right. Time for winner analysis. For those who are tuning in for winner analysis specifically, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we have not been talking for quite a while so far. Don't look at the runtime. But anyways, as non-joking aside, uh, tomorrow, Mary and I are doing a full-blown winner analysis, talking about the 10 remaining players and ranking them all. Tonight, we're just going to talk about our top three. And then this is not winner analysis for survivor but we're going to do big brother in a couple days as well oh boy (laughs) it's going to be a podcast that we're going to do we're going to say words (laughs) so all right (laughs) we're going to talk about season of big brother okay so winner analysis mary who is your number three so number three i have austin i still think he's playing a pretty good game I, I was tempted to replace him with D. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sh- oh, D's not in your top three? No. She's Woo! she's like number four for me right now. It can't be Caleb Mary. It's not, not anymore. No, Caleb's not. Not anymore. Not anymore, unfortunately. Um, I, I just think that he is, obviously he's got advantages. And so far he's been smart about when he plays his advantages or uses them. He's in a good alliance. He seems to be likable. And even for being a physical threat, he isn't, he hasn't been on anybody's radar so far that we've seen the last couple episodes. So, mm-hmm. you know, he has a low threat level at this point, which is really good for the merge. Um, and we tend to, you know, hear from him or check in with him about things fairly often. So his story has been throughout the first, yeah. uh, you know, seven episodes. And we, we know a lot about Austin. Question is, will Austin have to play? Will he, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Austin's a bit of a mystery at the moment. We'll see how this girls alliance works next week. Yeah, I'm not if putting it's really a thing. that much stock into the girls alliance. I think the Reba alliance is more powerful 
yes. and more likely to keep going than a girls' alliance thrown together. I think to get uppers. I'm guessing it's what it's really for. Or because the girls were sitting around at the shelter and started talking. Ah, what if we made a girls' alliance? Ah, that'd be fun. Huh? Yeah. You think like that? Basically. <laughs> Mary's over there like <laughs> big, like like the biggest smile Mary gives when I make an actual funny joke. All right. So my number three, I bet you this person's in top three. Kelly. Mm, maybe. You have to find out. <laughs> okay. The mystery <laughs> remains. This is not like the, ser- the show Flash Forward where they ruin the whole mystery right away. You're going to hold off the I'm mystery. Hold off. All right. Okay. All right, Kelly, she is my number three. She gets, they check in with her a lot, but also I like what I see in terms of how she talks about the game, mm-hmm. how she's approaching it. She's still loyal, but I think she's, she'd be willing to drop Bruce if the right situation arise. Like she's not, she's not like Jake who seems to be locked in with Bruce. Mm-hmm. She's willing to, I feel like she's, she'd be willing to drop Bruce if she needed to. Right. Because as she said, like, just because you're, just because you don't want to work with somebody long term doesn't mean they're on a number potentially mm-hmm. to help you with making a move or a vote or whatever. It's like, you got to think beyond. Right. So basic to think, okay, well, I'm not going to work with them to the end of the game. So I can't mm-hmm. do anything with them. Right. Well, Kelly's my number two. So I will continue All the right. conversation well, yeah, let's just, let's just talk <laughs> about Kelly. No, she, about this. she made a smart move tonight as far as not going with the emotional or just the easy vote of getting Bruce out because mm-hmm. you're tired of him being annoying. Yeah. You know, versus the smart move is, hey, he's going to be loyal to you, especially after this vote. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to tell you everything. True, you know, he he's does. a big target yeah. already and that's going to be a shield for you. So, yeah, she's like, as you said, we check in with her and what we hear from her is always really positive. She mended the rift between Kendra and Bruce tonight, which mm-hmm. was important. So she's good with relationships and she's smart about how she's playing. And and again, even though she won immunity tonight, so far we haven't really seen people be, oh yeah, Kelly, she's just like such a big threat, or such a big target. So her threat level is also really low right now. My thing, I almost put Jake in number three still because mm-hmm. of, I'll tell you why when we talk about my, my number two. I mean, why he, but like it was so rough. After tonight, I'm like, Jake's in a much worse position. He's than in he was a coming very in, so. bad position. Yeah, yeah he's, it's, his position's too bad for me to, for me to keep at number three. So Kelly moved up. Kelly's in a really good spot. Kelly seems very on top of this game. I'm not sure if Kelly is going to get to the end. We'll see. She might. Mm-hmm. Uh, she might get final three at the moment. Looks like Reba has power and she is not Reba. But things can be upset. Oh, so. yeah. All the time. All the time. All right. So my number two is D. Yeah, I figured that was going to happen. <laughs> the look on Mary's face. <laughs> no, like I want I do like D and I I. I think that she has good content. I'm afraid that she's gonna be like a firebrand kind of burnout too early. Like I don't know. She still reminds me of Heidi, where she's you think she's coming in too strong, too coming early. Coming in too strong, a little too early. Um, and and is it the big is, toes? It's not the big toes. Okay. It's not a bad thing because if you want to play, now's the time to play. But as we saw with Caleb, you just can't play too hard too early. And I think she's gonna come off this high from winning this immunity and getting a reward for her tribe and getting out. Caleb, you know, after they failed last episode and just be like, not, not at ease, but kind of maybe have a blind spot of everything's fine. I'm good. I'm in the majority yeah. and maybe not, not play as she should. I don't know. I can just see that happening. So I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like she has such well, I good content. Told you why I think she's going to win yet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I did cut you <laughs> off. You had all your negatives. I'm so sorry. I mean, to be fair though, they're not wrong. You're not wrong in any of your negatives. I will say that D also told was told tonight was it Caleb told her she's a big target. 
I don't know. Austin. Austin. Yeah. So like, you're right. No, she needs to be on her toes, <laughs> on her big toes about, <laughs> it was kind of funny on her. She's been on her big toes tonight or next, coming up here because she is becoming a big target. She did win immunity and frankly, she controls Reba. She does. Controls the Reba four she she's in charge of. I don't think she's Julie in is of not shown to be the leader. No, DS. Julie isn't. But I think it ain't Austin and Drew. I think it's Austin and Drew. No, I don't see that at all. Just because she's the more outspoken of the four doesn't mean she's the one in charge. Of the they four. cut to D all the time. What is D thinking? They so, cut to Drew all the time eh, in Austin. Drew does not talk Julie, like somebody who's in power. No. Well, and Austin talks to like somebody who's playing a good individual game, but not like somebody who's in charge of their foursome. Anyways, here's why D's going to win. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> my number two is D. And man, I mean, at the rate we're going, she could jump to number one. But like, I got to hold on to the match chat a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. The sob story theory, I feel like has a lot of weight. Mm. The longer we go without other people getting sob stories, the more I buy into it. Because every winner in the new era has had a sob story. And like, sure, in 41, 42, everyone has a sob story. But in 43 and 44, I don't think that, that 44, especially, that was not the case. But every winner so far has had one. So as we move away from every having sob story, because now we've only had two people with a legitimate one. He's one of them. Jake's also one of them. And that's why I have. I, that's also why I have Jake higher. I feel like tomorrow when we do our full top 10, he might he'll probably be number four. Could be. I poo poo on your sob. You poo poo all you want. <laughs> Other people poo pooed me last week. And it's just a theory. I like the match at theory, which is not a theory that was proven to be factual mm-hmm. for 11 seasons 12 seasons whatever the soft story theory is just a theory because nothing is proven yet right. if d and jake lose then it's just it's just garbage well, but the show does things like this all the time where even if you don't realize it it takes like over analyzing it to realize oh there are patterns mm-hmm. and that's why edgic exists yes you know i follow survivor edgic on inside survivor.com there's even like a whole reddit about it people are analyzing mm-hmm. What is the edit telling us? Because mm-hmm. there are patterns and that's how we're even able to do this. Right. It's not random. I, I, I don't necessarily. Obviously, the winners get backstories and sob stories and, and all that. Not and pre they, new era. Well, yeah, sorry. In the new, in era. The new era. No, yeah. I understand that. And I think that they should. I mean, we should know who our winners are and why that they're winning. Where's you know? Emily's sob story? That's why I want to know. What I guess what I'm poo-pooing is we're on episode seven and we could still get more stories. Well, but we're so. done with episode seven and nobody else has gotten one. Sure. You're, there's time. There's time. But the longer we go, when is it going to happen? I would argue that we have gotten lots of personal content from these people just because it's they don't say the, the words, I grew up yes, or I live. I need that. I don't think I need, that matters. I stopped being much. fat because I changed my lifestyle or I grew up. And like, like what Dee did tonight, if that was her whole sob story, that would not have been it during the immunity challenge. That to me doesn't, that's not the theory. Mm-hmm. The theory is with the flashbacks and the pictures. Yeah. That sob story. And it has to actually be, has to actually be emotional. It can't just be, I live in Anna's house. And that's funny. Sure. That's not a sob story. Sob story it's is legitimately bad, that tries to make you feel emotional for them. Right. No, it's not a bad theory. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I, w- I don't take it into that much consideration as much as you do, I guess. Strong consideration. She's number two outside of where she stands in the game. She's number, I mean, even if she, she wasn't. She has a good. Position. She would be top three yeah. even without the soft story. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's feels legitimate like that. So poo-poo on all you want, people. If I'm proven wrong, laugh at me at the end. It was funny when I was wrong in 43 and Gabler won. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with you laughing at me being wrong. It's fine. But if I am right at the end, 
Like the soft story theory is correct. And Jake and Jake or D wins. Ha ha. This is a pre ha ha. I'm getting it out. I'm paying it forward. Is that the right? What you said? No, that is not, right. not right. <laughs> I am uh, cashing my check too early and count my chickens before they hatch. There maybe. you go. Maybe yeah. that's better. Ha 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 ha. All right. So who's your number one? Uh, my number one's probably the same as your number one, Emily. Oh, yeah. Nobody's yeah. saying number one. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a great episode for her tonight as far as she didn't get a lot of content, but it wasn't a bad episode because the content she had was fine. She was on the right side and she did nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah. So nobody even targeted her, even though she's on the outside. Caleb. She is. On, yeah. You would think that her name would have come up more because she's easy vote. an easy vote, quote unquote. But I, I think Austin and Drew want to keep her safe and keep her around. And people don't see her as a threat. They think, oh, yeah, poor Emily from Lulu. Oh, you know? Emily. Yeah. If <sighs> Emily's I, not good in challenges. She's not. She was she, first to drop today. Not a huge. Like she's she's probably more introverted than extroverted. Mm-hmm. Like Caleb was like all extroverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She probably just comes across as not a threat. Well, her positives at this point are she is loyal. She's working with her new tribe against Caleb, you know, for them or whatever. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have a big threat level. I think she genuinely cares about people and people can see that when she talks to them. Like she, mm-hmm. we've seen her in other episodes, talk to people one-on-one and genuinely ask them about their gameplay or what they're doing or what they're Cause thinking. Cause she cares. Cause she cares. And, and she comes across as genuine. Like she's just a very genuine person, which I think is what will help her win in the end if she makes it. Besides the fact that the edit is constantly throwing her into the story and we we all care about Emily. Yeah. We all love Emily. We all loved Caleb too, but we won't go there. So I mean, it's possible that she still goes out on I don't know fire or I think Emily's gonna have a hard time getting. That's my biggest thing with Emily. She's number one for now because the match at theory cannot die. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably will because how much we made noise about it previously. I mean, we meaning everybody, not us, you and I, right? Specifically, but. Emily, but the issue is, well, Emily, who's going to let Emily get the final three knowing that the, the, she is solo coming out of this is the same issue we had when in Palau, when Stephanie came out of Oolong and she's the only one. They're like, we can't let Stephanie get to the end. She's going to win. That's too uh, good of a story. And it's happened many times since Stephanie. You're the only person coming out of a tribe decimated. We can't let you get to the end. And then when it happens with Denise and Malcolm in the Philippines, look who won. People who escaped that tribe. No, I, yes. And I, that's one of my arguments for her is that she came from Lulu and that's going to be a good storyline for her at the end. Mm -hmm. At the same time, she is nothing like Stephanie as far as she's not good in the challenges. She's not. Well, Stephanie wasn't good in the challenges either. Well, Stephanie also made terrible decisions. They'd be like, all right, stand on this log to win immunity. By the way, we just quote unquote merged. And you know, you're on, you know, people want to, you are probably gonna vote you out or get pizza. And Stephanie's like, "Mm, pizza. Like Stephanie made horrendous, I, I know I've used that word a lot tonight. She made terrible decisions strategically. Stephanie was never good in challenges. Even in Guatemala, when she actually won some challenges, she was still, her tribe still sucked with Stephanie. Stephanie was not good. Heroes versus villains, they lost them all. Stephanie never was that good in challenges. Her okay. track record is terrible. Talking about individually, not tribe. Oh, individually, she won one individual immunity in two seasons when she was eligible to win individual immunity. I'm saying compared to Emily, Stephanie was probably a more physical she's more physical than emily different different seasons though different she's, show at that point though for sure. sure that's that was all i was saying about that and also stephanie's probably she's just a louder player like you know when stephanie's around versus i don't think emily's like that much of a hey look at me i'm here kind yeah. of person 
which can help her. And Stephanie was with Tom Westman, who, as we all saw, was a top tier player. And I don't think anybody here is a Tom Westman. I don't think we have a Tom Westman this season. I don't think we will ever have a Tom Westman again. He's one of a kind, but I'm saying his his level of play in Palau was like far and far and above. Mm -hmm. And he was just crushing everything. So, yeah, I don't think we have anybody here crushing everything like that. So uh, Emily's in a good position. We'll just see how it goes. We'll see if people realize the threat of a Lulu making it to the end of this point, yes. especially or the story like just is mm -hmm. is already set up for her. She can just say it at Final Tribal. Heck, at Final 10, I was by myself. Right. In fact, really, at the merch store, I was by myself because you all wanted Caleb anyways. Mm -hmm. So that's I think if she huge. can get to the end, she has a, a great story. Oh. If she can convince If she people, can make Final 3. And if she can make Final 3. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I think Emily could. Uh, I think Emily Emily has a strong chance of winning if she makes Final 3. And at the moment, where how does she get there? She doesn't have the power. She needs to get in with the power. But if she gets in with the power, are they going to let her get there? I don't think so. She's in with Drew and Austin right now. Well, I got that. Yeah. Well, Drew, that's the thing. Just Drew and Austin go with her to the end and cut Dee and Julie. I don't know. I have I no would. idea if their intention are, is to do that. So Emily's number one for you and I. We really like Emily. Quiet episode tonight, but not a bad quiet. No. Definitely not bad. It was, no. it was all fine. All fine and dandy. There's just other nonsense happening that they had. To, they're like, all right, finally, other people are eligible to be voted off. Let's talk about them. Yes. Yeah. Which is good. Yes, it was. That's off story theory, though. I mean, there's something to it. When somebody commented that a few weeks ago, I just thought I haven't stopped thinking about it. I mean, I stopped thinking about it in my personal life. <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about it when we podcast. All right. Let's move on to your all's questions. Ask for them on YouTube. And you all give them to me every week uh, when the episode ends. This week's especially spicy. A lot of a lot more comments than usual. All right. First, our first question is, uh, I'm never going to get this right, am I? Uwu, <laughs> did you like the editing technique of the flash forward? Uh, to, oh, wait, no, that's because not the TV show to explain the voting plan. And can you see them using this in the future? Did you like it? Well, I think we both liked it. I did like it a lot. I thought it was really cool. I was like, it literally made me go, what is happening? Like, wait, what is happening? It's this is cool. new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In a good way. This is new, not in a bad way. Uh, by the way, I said this during when we were watching the show, but like creativity is free. It mm -hmm. doesn't cost more budget to be more creative. If anything, having budget restraint constraints cause you to be more creative like how can i mix it up without yes so creativity this is just creative editing there was no they did not take more money to be creative with their flash forward so i like it hopefully next time they do it from the winner's perspective like whoever wins the because jake lost here mm -hmm. or they do it from both sides perspectives so that we don't know who wins right i don't want to it fall to okay we did it again and it was the loser again okay mm -hmm. so now we fall into a pattern Okay, next question is from Patrick. Was Katura's decision about Caleb strategic or emotional or both? I think it was probably both. I mean, we talked about logically how that makes sense for her because she realizes now how much on the bottom of the pack she was um, by being left out of, of the idol hunt because it's not just Bruce now. You know, it's not just nope. Bruce who doesn't like me. It's like all of Bello kept They all were in on it. Yeah, they were all in on the idol except for me. So strategically yeah it, may, it makes sense to maybe try your luck with a different group but i'm sure it was also emotional i mean we've heard this whole time how she doesn't like bruce she hates him did yes. you know that and i'm sure that it probably was hurtful to hear all that information so he hates his stupid guts i think it was both all right next question from bam do you feel caleb getting out will help strengthen emily's chances of winning or does it hurt does it help or hinder? Does it help or hinder Emily? Basically, I think it helps because now she is the only Lulu member left. 
and she's going to kind of be tossed under the rug or what is that? Sorry, not tossed under the rug, but just like brushed aside. She'll be forgotten about. She'll be forgotten. Lulu for a little bit. Won't be in the forefront and she won't be like, okay, are Caleb and Emily still working together? Because Caleb was a big threat. And that even if you have a hint of being connected to that big threat, that raises your threat level. So I think it's good for her game. There's a lot of pent up. Not anger is not the right word. A lot of pent up strategic play that people want to do that they haven't been able to do because their tribe either has won a bunch of immunities mm. and never has hasn't gone to tribal or just the fact that the show keeps delaying a real merge tribal. Yeah. So there's just so much pent up that they're like, Emily is not the forefront. They have so much strategic anger they need to let out <laughs> that they're going to that that's that's next week. So Emily will be forgot will not be targeted next yeah. week. We could be wrong. Emily could do something stupid. But based on what we have seen and how Survivor's gone and her how she seemingly plays logically, she shouldn't be targeted next week. Agreed. Emily should be just fine. But long term, even JT and Steven need a Taj. Like you can't just have two people go all the way. Yeah. So her and Caleb couldn't. I don't think they could have done it by themselves. They no, would have needed somebody else. No. Yeah. Even JT and Steven need a Taj. Everyone talked about JT and Steven. They forget about Taj and how important she was to that, to that duo. All right. Uh, next question from Real Team Wall. Would Sifu and Caleb have gone home if this was a normal double elimination without them being split into two groups? Like, were they the next two no matter mm. what? Because we, you and I have been saying for weeks now, Sifu. Even yeah. Rebecca was saying Sifu. Yeah. Well, obviously, Caleb would have been the next one to go because... He should have gone last week. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you. I think that Sifu just didn't connect with people and didn't try to play the game like I mean, he Drew, should have. The way Drew talked about Sifu, I'm like, what did Sifu do to you? Yeah. Drew like implied that Sifu was like a jerk to him or something. Mm. I I just think he didn't connect with people. People didn't understand him well. So I think probably, yeah, that's true. Caleb and Sifu would have gone home. Jillian wants to know, did Katura blow the game for Bello with their hatred of Bruce? Also, did you know Katura hates Bruce? <laughs> did she blow the game for Bello? Um, I think so. Yeah. For, Be- for the for old Bello. Bello. Maybe not every single Bello, but for the idea of Bello being together, yes. Yeah. Bello's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all right. Next question is, I'm scrolling through here. All right. Cybers Greninja, which is a Pokemon, by the way. I don't know what Cybers is, but Greninja is. I played enough Pokemon to know that. Not a qu- not a question, but I'm really curious to see Bruce's reaction to finding out that Katura was the cause of Caleb leaving. Well, <laughs> he's gonna a, be mad. <laughs> What's well, the thing? Like that was Bruce's idea. And Kay- <laughs> no, but for real, I think Br- it's not gonna really be that Caleb's gone. It's gonna be more that Katura flipped on right Jake. Right. If she that's can, gonna be if she can spin thing. it to be like I was going with you, Bruce, because I knew you wanted to Caleb. Bruce, out. I was just fulfilling yeah. <laughs> your wishes, Bruce, and it, Jake didn't want to for some right. reason. It it could work. It could put. I don't know. I Bruce Bruce is already set in his ways. He's not gonna. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's not gonna like Katura anymore. But this could put a target on Jake's back from Bruce. Which it could work if she says it to people. Kendra because you point out earlier Kendra yeah. just parrots people. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, next question is from Eternal Levy. Oh, Eternal Evie, another Pokemon. I, I'm picking all the Pokemon questions tonight. It looks like Emily is slowly fading away from the spotlight. Do you think she's still a top contender for winning? Uh, yes, we both put her at number one. Mm-hmm. All right, next question is from Chelsea. <laughs> Do you think Austin's confessional where he said he's the most powerful player in the game foreshadows him going next week? We have seen that a Oof. lot. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, That's why I read the comments because people open my eyes. I hadn't thought about that. Can't get cocky. That's true. Mm. But at the same time, 
if you have advantages and you know how to play them, I mean, it, it can only help you. Because if Kelly gets him out, she has an idol. Mm-hmm. It's true. So she has some motivation. She has motivation to get him out. That is true. If this was a crime, she has motivation. We're looking for motivation. <laughs> All right, next question from Comet. Dude, I'm just psyched that the auction episode is next week. I have waited for this moment. Uh, I am also excited. I'm hoping they don't blow it. Personally, I'm like always like, oh, please don't blow this. We're a little nervous that they said it's auction 3.0 or whatever. Yeah, but. that, that does make me nervous. Jeff said that in an interview, I believe, with EW. Uh, man, just don't blow it. It's just like the 90 minutes the whole time. Before it leaves the season, I'm like, please don't blow this. Please don't add more stuff in just to like fill time. And no, they've done a really good job. The 90 minutes has been, in my opinion, a roaring success. We can never go back. Agreed. We can never go back. Also, <laughs> Winners of War should be re-edited to be 90 minutes. So I'm hoping the auction is a good, like it works out. So, All right. Uh, next questions from what happened when I'm, what happened when I'm bored? Uh, I'm devastated. No hate to Katura since Caleb and Jake didn't offer a good safe plan at all. But I'm so devastated. At least Caleb made the jury. Do you think it was smart for Jake to immediately say to Julie that, hey, it was me? Oh, I'm, yeah. We didn't I was going to talk about yeah, it. I was going to talk about that. We should have. I, yes, because it's going to be obvious who it was, I think. Who devised the plan to get out Julie? Well, there's only two votes. Right. So and have, one was obviously yeah. Caleb. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be Austin. It wasn't going to be D. So it was either Jake or Katura. And I don't, I don't know. They don't know them that well, but just owning up to, I think in this situation, yes, just owning up to it and saying yeah. we can work through this is, is good. Something Sooner we know rather than later, something we as an audience don't think about is how when tribal ends, they then have to go to production they have to do, cause they mic them up for tribal specifically. Mm-hmm. And then they leave tribal. I'm sure They've got to do the mic stuff again because they're going back to camp. I'm sure maybe it's different mics, different battery packs. I don't right. know how exactly how logistics work. They can't talk. The moment they leave travel, they can't talk. Yes. There's no talking. And they, I'm guessing they probably don't talk for like an hour before they get mm-hmm. back to camp. And it's probably like, I don't want to sit on this for an hour yeah. wanting to tell Julie that I'm just going to say it now before right. we get our chances cut off. Because for us, we see it on the show, leave tribal next episode, they're at camp. Like mm-hmm. to us, that's no time. But for yeah. them, it's like probably like an hour. Right. You'll probably take a boat, I'm sure, back because it's not the same island. So. He just wanted to get it out there, so he's not like the whole time. Julie's just brewing. I mean, she think, might still be brewing, but at least she'll know who she's brewing over, and he admitted <laughs> to it. I don't think it would. It can hurt him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the harm? She right. already knows who it was, right? So, all right. Next question from Updog. I feel like they could have set me up for a joke there. Like, what's Updog? Their name's just wow. Updog. All right, I'm Harry. <laughs> How did Seafood make it this far without making any alliances? I. He's not a great player. I mean, obviously. I mean, he got through the last week. Was he eligible? No, he was on the winning team. Mm-hmm. So the only tribal he made it through was the one where Sean quit. So that answers your question. The only yeah. tribal he survived was the one where Sean quit, mm-hmm. where he was going to be voted off. He was so gonna be voted how do you survive? He didn't because even when even even when Sean quit, he was going to be voted off. Right. It's just that Sean quit. So. Just he got lucky. He got lucky. Yeah, that's exactly the answer. He got lucky. He didn't actually do anything. He just got lucky. And I like Sifu's character, but Sifu's strategist is not good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's, that's all we got. I'd say that's all we got. Like we didn't go almost two hours. That's all we got for this week's breakdown. Tomorrow, Mary and I will be back with our winner analysis. And then in a couple of days, we will be uh, begrudgingly dragged into a podcast by Big Brother. I say that as if I didn't decide we're right. doing it. But <laughs> <laughs> as if some unknown force has forced us to do it. But all right. We thank you all for listening and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.